Hello, everybody. Hannibal is hungry. YouTube channel. I was going to say the podcast, but I decided, no, it doesn't make any sense because uh, <laughs> it's my channel. And it I'm is. here with it is. Pedro, DoorDash, Santiago. Yep. How are you Mr. doing, buddy? Mr. Bet on you. I'm good, man. Glad to have me on. It's been a few months since we've done one of these kind of State of the Union DoorDash addresses. So I'm kind of, you know, it's cool. Let's do it. Yeah, actually, uh, it's been... I think I looked at the last time we talked about DoorDash maybe, together. Maybe a year ago? Was like, yeah. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been. <laughs> you had your, you had the, yeah. and I don't know if you, I don't know if you was feeling just, you was, you was working hard that day. Your, your cap was like turned to like, I don't know, like five o'clock. It was like turned like backwards, not forwards. It was like a weird angle. You had your really? cap on. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't feel like I ever wore my cap like that. Are you sure that was me? Maybe it's my Listen, brother. I, I'll look it up right now, but we have other things <laughs> to, to talk about. So, you guys, uh, on Friday, March 3rd, Kurt Babor, um, the conference that's basically, if you, it, I know it's, I don't know, it, to me, and Pedro, if you, you want to correct me if I'm wrong, it is basically industry experts from the restaurant industry, food delivery, ride share, right, you know, all coming Mo- together. Mobility, mobility, grocery, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Autonomous, all coming together, trying to figure out how to better serve everybody involved, which is not an easy thing, right? You want to make, obviously, the gig workers happy. You want to make the customers happy, but also the people who are running these businesses happy. So it's a, it's a, to get, you know, many, many companies, a lot of executives. I've seen it, Walmart, Uber, uh, every, like a lot of companies coming in and it's going to be outdoors. I'm having checked the weather. I think it's in the sixties, I believe. Yeah. Um, So I love sixties. Sixties is the best weather. So if you are in a downtown area and you want to hang out with amazing content creators like Pedro over here and (laughs) a rideshare professor and Sergio from the rideshare guy, which I'm extremely excited to uh, meet. And Hannah was hungry. Yes. Most importantly, uh, you'll be uh, seeing me. Hopefully, um, I won't be wearing any Crocs. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to disrespect the event. <laughs> put in um, the chat but, right now. Do you guys wear Crocs? Yes or no? Just put, <laughs> if you're watching, say a simple yes or a simple no. Let us know. Hannibal Probably a bunch Crocs. of no's. I think Crocs are trash. Hannibal loves yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Croc person. I'm a, I'm a Croc fanatic. But it's going to be an amazing event. Um, free free drinks, free food, amazing food. Um uh, listen to page, uh, not page, Sergio talk about it from last year. It was an amazing event, and you get to talk to a lot of you know industry leaders. You may be able to figure out because I think that's my main goal of hanging out. Obviously, we'll be hanging out with Pedro and, and the rest of the content creators and other gig workers. But I want to know what's in the future. Yeah, what what are the big wigs are talking about? Like what what they have down the pipeline, yeah. so we can make adjustments. So we can figure out okay, this is where they're going. I may have to go this direction, different direction, or I may say, you know what? I like what they're doing. I'll proceed. So um, definitely want to check it out, guys. I think the luncheon with you, Pedro, is at what time? Uh, from one to two. So if you're in the downtown LA area, um, I think Hannibal pinned or has a, it can sign up yeah. for the Kerbivore event. It, it does cost $5, but that $5 gets you food and beverages and swag from Solo. And you get to meet and greet some people and have a good time. But it's, uh, the lunch is from one to one to two. So we're looking for delivery drivers, rideshare drivers, gig economy workers to come and have lunch and just hang out for an hour and, and be part of the festivities. And we can just talk shop or talk whatever. And I think it's going to be a fun time. Super looking forward to it. First time in L.A. for both Hannibal and I. Um, yep. I didn't know you hadn't been. I knew I hadn't. But I think it's just going to be great. And like Hannibal saying, for me, 
what I'm most excited about is we we like to talk about all of us. We we work these gig apps, whatever app you work, right? And we talk about the the autonomous vehicles, and we talk about how are we going to do this, how are we going to do that. What are the companies thinking when it comes to that, and other ways that they're looking to get consumers their products? Well, these companies that are going to be there and the speakers are going to be talking about some of that stuff. So I think we're going to be in the, in the forefront of that, right? And we can bring back some information. What did we learn? What did the guy from Walmart say? What did the guy from Stubo say? What did the mobility people say? What did the engineer that's going to be there that's from downtown LA, what are they talking about? Like, So I think it's going to be really interesting and we're going to have some firsthand knowledge. So I'm really, really excited to bring that to you guys. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see and meet and talk to fellow gig workers because I know yeah. from the uh, gig conference that you put together last year, that was one of the highlights. You were talking to people and you get to see, okay, why you're doing it. You know, what's, what's making you continue, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. And you, you get that more, you know, connection, obviously um, talking, yeah. you know, in chats and getting messages is awesome as well, but you really get to see people in person. I think it's a fantastic thing. I want to say everybody, I'll say hi to everybody. It's already here. Uh, there's a lot of names. I see Garden State, Gary, Side Gig Hustle. Kim is in the house. Gig Giggity always makes me laugh when I read his name. Uh, <laughs> just I just love his name. Um, Eat like an apex. I think I got it. All right. Um, what's up? What's up? I see Ronald. I see Jerry. I see Kortosh. I see Connor Smith. Appreciate you guys for coming in. So yeah, we we want to talk about that because it's it's coming. You know, in in a couple of days, it's yeah. time is flying by. Yeah. So that's why I have the pin comment there. And also, you know, we have a podcast. It's a Pedro and Hannibal podcast. You just type that in. We talk about hip hop. We talk about basketball, sports, some social issues. But I think that's what we really enjoy talking about: social yeah. issues, the relationships, that type of thing. Um, we are coming close to 500 subscribers on that channel. Um, we we do our thing twice a week, Mondays and Wednesdays, 10 o'clock Eastern, and we really have a good time with that. So oh, yeah. this is, you know, we we want to kind of bring that back uh, around as well as we talk about the state of DoorDash with the main guy. Mr. 2K over here. Yeah, I know. That's, so that's, if anyone needs, I don't emotion, know how I feel about that, but I think <laughs> I think there's some truth there, unfortunately. But that's okay. Exactly. I mean, that. when I asked Pedro, hey, yeah. do you want to you want to do this? Like, if I had to ask anybody the state of DoorDash, I have to go with this guy right here. I mean, yeah, it's been a really yeah. quite. In, I would say even for this year, we've only been almost three months in. It's been yeah. quite a very interesting year for you. Yeah. And you 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 came in with a like I said you came in with a more positive mindset, and then it kind of intertwined with what DoorDash is trying to do. So I guess we mm -hmm. can just jump right into it with that question. Yeah, and you've already answered a thousand times, but mm -hmm. does acceptance rate matter? <laughs> oh damn, Hannibal's <laughs> hitting me with I love this is why I, I knew I was gonna want to do this because I know he's coming with the heat. Um, okay. And I don't want to say everything because I know there's a lot of people that will say, you know, they'll hear one thing, but they won't hear everything. Right. Yeah. In 2023 in St. Louis, Missouri, I have a diamond zone. I believe acceptance rate matters in St. Louis in a diamond zone. And I also believe if you're working in a diamond zone and if DoorDash is like the only app you have or you only have DoorDash and Uber, <clears throat> I think acceptance rate matters in 2023. Yes, I think they are actually making it matter. I don't like it. I don't think that's okay. Yeah. I think as independent contractors, we shouldn't have to play games and do this and guess and do these tests and these programs. But the reality is, in my opinion, 
it matters in 2023. Yes, I believe that. And it, I don't like it, saying it, but it, that that's, I was going to ask you, how does it opinion. feel? Because I, I remember so many videos, yeah, so many videos. You like you you would beat that drum. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So when you, was there a moment when it clicked in your head, or was it just a pattern of you just going, doing it, and doing it, and just you kind of came to that conclusion, kind of a, you know, gradual way, or was it one moment you was like. Holy crap. Yeah, this is actually no, to be working. listen to it's a great question. To be honest, I don't, you know, in 2021 and 2022, when I was making videos saying that it didn't matter, I still I <laughs> I, I don't think it did then. I, re, I just don't because of, of, of a few reasons. Right. Um, I was making good money then. So I didn't I didn't see the need to change and adapt any any skills or anything I did because or work the apps different because I was meeting my goals. Right. Yeah. But I think DoorDash has gotten smarter. I think the algorithm has shifted. I think they realized what we wanted and what we didn't want. I think they realized that we are a dime a dozen. Like, you know, we're very disposable. Um, and for me, when the diamond zone came in, I do think it was a way to manipulate some drivers in the beginning. Right. Yeah. But I think DoorDash is really smart. They want people like me. They want people that also might have 100 percent and take everything. They want people that have a 2 percent acceptance rate. I think DoorDash wants all of that because that's how they make their money. They have to have a mixed bag because, like I said, when I was in debates with the guy from you know, Sin City Deliveries, Richard, I said, well, hey, if everybody has 100 percent acceptance rate, then it doesn't matter. And I still believe that. Right. So I think DoorDash wants a mixed bag of different types of drivers taking different types of orders. Yeah. That's my that's what I think. But for me, it was more like, OK, I have an audience that watches my content. 90% of the people that watch come for the DoorDash content, right? Yes. They come for the ride-alongs. They come for the information. A lot of new people come to my channel every day, and I'm super blessed by that. You know, I get 100 new people every single day, just about, right? Yeah. So I have what I feel is a responsibility to not give people my opinion, but to give them facts, show them my numbers, show them the good day, show them the bad day, right? And I said in 2023, I'm just going to really just try some things out. I try to earn by time. I try, I'm messing with the acceptance rate in a diamond zone and I'm trying things out. And if I have failures and I make less money that day, I'm cool with it. Cause maybe I gave somebody some perspective. So right. for me, I just gradually, as I've been working a little more DoorDash and testing it out, I'm making more money when I have a higher acceptance rate. So, you know, it could be, it is a very small sample size, but I think that there's something to it. You know, I had two and a half days. I didn't see one, two, three, or four dollar order. I've never had that in my career, and I've except I've I've delivered seventy five hundred DoorDash deliveries. I've probably rejected by my mess by, by by my best calculation a hundred thousand DoorDash offers I've rejected. Right, so to not see a two, three, or four dollar when your acceptance rate got past that seventy to eighty percent in a diamond zone, I know everybody doesn't have that. I don't know if that's a coincidence, you know. And for yeah. me, I think it's important for us to adapt and evolve. I think if you're trying to work, if you're trying to do any type of job, any type of job, W-2, gig work, if you're, trying, if you're an athlete and you're trying to do the same thing every year and you don't adapt to the defense, you don't adapt to political climate that might change and that forces your W-2 to have new rules and regulations, your W-2, you have a new boss that comes in. He does, you know, If you don't adapt, you're going to die. As I call them, you're going to be a dinosaur and you're going to self-extinct yourself. So for me, I want to show people, hey, this is what's going on out here. Then you make the decision that works best for you and your market. Yeah. Um, 
and that's all I can do. And I think that that's fair. Um, it, it's the one thing that's been shocking to me this year is I've shown people really good results and they still think it doesn't make sense, you know, but numbers don't lie. And we can, we can get into that, too, because I think, you know, that's part of the content creator influencer. Yeah. Spear and you know I see some comments about Megan's video and we'll probably get all into that as well. Uh, I see yeah, some yeah. comments here. You know, Gary Milton from Gary'sApps.com. If you guys are checking out Maximo and a driver's utility helper, you want to check out all those apps. Just because it matters doesn't mean you should take um, nothing but trash. Which obviously I think and I think the OG yeah. independent contractors they're not going to fit. They're not going to be cool about it, right? No. The idea of you know of acceptance rates mattering like they're just not gonna yeah. they're not gonna appreciate that it's just not it's just gonna be a big problem well think so about I, what what do they do with grubhub didn't they just deactivate a whole bunch of people because they were that dormant accounts or yeah. weren't, weren't accepting enough right i feel yeah. like that just happened so i think these companies actually, are shifting hold on, actually pedro hold on real second i'm hearing something upstairs give me one minute sorry mm-hmm. so while well, hannibal's away i you know i i know that i never had grubhub but like grubhub did that i know that they got rid of some drivers deactivated. i saw some chatter about that so i don't i don't i'm not in agreement with it uh, i don't think it should but if you're going to ask me do i think it is playing a part right now in 2023 i think it's definitely playing a part i think we're going to continue to see that shift even with other apps uber several months ago tried something to where they weren't going to show you all the information unless you did that either we can get mad about it or we could try to figure out how to stay on the app if you need to and make your money. That's kind of where I'm looking at it. I'm kind of done beating the apps up and I'm kind of done sitting in my car and crying because I've done that. Not literally crying, but like whining and complaining, but then not shifting my focus. And I think that when you take away your energy, when when you stop giving your energy to the company and you start giving it to yourself, a lot of great things can happen. And I don't think it's coincidental that I've been off to a really good start this year by shifting that for for me at least i don't know you know a lot of people aren't going to like that i say that but these apps are changing guys i i I think the writing's on the wall i think we're going to see more of it Uh, i don't think that's going to stop i think the reason is is because they understand guys like myself gary bud soda people that have been doing this for a while even when they change we're not going to stop doing it and if we do decide, you know what, I don't, I don't want to play their games, they got 10 people waiting to take our job. So I think we have to realign that our understanding of like what these companies are doing. And once you can come to terms with that, for me, it makes working the apps a lot better because I've taken the emotion out of it. And I look at it clearly as an opportunity. Um, I don't look at it as an employee that's being upset. You know, I look at it like I'm independent and I look at it as an opportunity and I'm going to be smarter than them when I can and still make my money and not feel like an employee that's going to be in the break room complaining about the boss, but I still go to work for the same boss every day. To me, that doesn't, that didn't do me any good in 2021, 2022, you know? So it's kind of what I'm thinking right now. So uh, garden State says time is more important than miles. In my opinion, if the money is right, it can be done at the fast. I kind of agree with that a little bit. For me, I, I like doing some highway miles. and It's about the quicker I can get an order done, the faster I can get on to the next order, right? So sometimes the miles aren't always equal anyway. I dashed today and didn't see a $3 order for the four hours I worked, says Michael. What up, Bobby? Did you lower your dollar amount ratio? Bobby, I really didn't. Um, 
you know, I would take orders if the cash flow was good, if it was like 10 bucks going seven miles, if some of that was highway and I could complete that order in 20 minutes, I took it and I had good cash flow because I understood that I was going to have orders that were paying me 10 bucks going one mile. I was going to have orders this week. I was paying me $30 going seven. I was going to have orders this week that paid me 29 going 0.6 miles. So I knew at the end of the week, my average per mile that I wanted to be, I knew I'd be within that range. So every once in a while, if the cash flow made sense, I was going to take it, even if it wasn't at $2 a mile, which was usually where I'd like to be. Right. But I knew at the end of the week, I was going to be well over that. I was going to be closer to three, you know, now I wasn't taking and I'm not going to take a two, three dollar order. Like I just don't like I'm going to I've unassigned orders this week. I've, you know, I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, before I wouldn't usually take a 10 going seven. But when I opened up that possibility for me, it opened up other doors is what I'm saying. All right. Um, there was a neighbor that had their dogs fighting each other. And she's a young, she's like 15, 14 years old. And she yeah, couldn't yeah, get yeah. dogs to stop. Oh, damn. And I had to, there was no injuries. It well, was just, you are was, the dog whisperer, right? I heard, I was, because, you know, I am have a base, it's a basement, right? And we have a backyard. Where we let every, well, everyone in the neighborhood, not neighborhood, but the building had their dogs back there. And I was hearing dogs fighting. I'm like, it can't be my dogs because my dogs are in the house. And I said, she's crying. But I'm like, oh, your dog is okay. But she's, um, you know going through the emotions but thank you for holding down <laughs> no we're good i was for, just talking for a bit we're good um yeah because you're, you're a professional at this but um just going back to the idea of you know accepting the rate matters some of your ogs not going to be cool with that no and that's we okay should, I think, and that's fine like gary's saying he's got 18 apps like he doesn't need to play he doesn't need to do that but i think yeah. for me most people that come into this doordash game right in the beginning at least and trying to make some money and do it quickly, they do not have 18 apps, right? Yeah. So Gary's what I call the 1%. Like when I make videos and I'm talking, I'm not speaking to the people that know what they're doing, right? Because I can't teach Gary anything. I can't teach Bud Soda and Hannibal how to work. But these new people that come into the channel, the ones that have some questions, the one, I can do that, right? So for me, I can't teach Gary anything. To, you know what I'm He knows what he's got going on. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. He's going to be fine. He's going to make money. But 99% of the people that come to these apps don't know, yep. in my opinion, from the beginning. So I guess we can, we can kind of slip in some of the juicy stuff. I see a comment here. Did Megan destroy Bentley? <laughs> we can get into the juicy stuff. So because yeah. there's a little bit of it, it kind of brings everything in perspective in terms of being a content creator and understanding what you are saying for your subscribers, your audience, or anyone that comes across your channel. So you know, I found, I mean, I found the video hilarious, obviously. Um, it kind of brought back, I mean, the videos she was referencing from were two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was she back was pulling when, up you know, stuff from, like, everybody. It was, it was wild. <laughs> it was very, it was very, uh, it was a very, it's it was interesting and it was funny. Um, and it kind of goes back to this idea of, okay, Bentley has his message. You know, he has his narrative. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's been, is now it's pretty obvious or not it's pretty widespread it's very, it's very clear at this point it's yeah. very clear yes and megan you know megan basically did a response because betley says something she responds that's really it it's just you know the game a little bit of content creators you know like if you said something then she can say something and then everyone can kind of make up make up their own mind mm -hmm. so the idea of a lot of what the criticism bentley gets is he seems to be very very one-sided but now we kind of know why 
So he's he didn't being, even he's decide. Being paid by them. He's literally being paid by DoorDash. So it does make it does make sense for him to have that reference. And yeah. and people have said that you're getting paid by DoorDash. Mm-hmm. People have said that you have yes. become a I shill because <laughs> maybe just bad timing with you know you you doing a whole positive thing that had nothing to do with that. But then like you have the positive thing, and then you're 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 saying acceptance rates matter, and then you're putting all these great numbers. Yeah. It's like, so yeah. we, we, we think about that. Like how you feel about um, that situation? I think it's funny. I think it's fair. You know, if I'm, I try to put myself in the view, the eye of a viewer or a subscriber or a watcher, I'd be like, hold up. What's, what? Pedro was talking about something different six months ago. What? Who is this guy? He, he didn't work for eight weeks and he did Instacart. And now he's, he says he's coming back to DoorDash and now he's got these great results and he's all happy and he made $2,000 in five days. I get it. I ain't mad at you. If you think DoorDash is paying me, I ain't mad. You think I'm a shill? I'm not mad at you. Uh, I give you nothing but love and blessings. I'll say it for the 20th time in the last month. DoorDash has never reached out to me. DoorDash is not paying me. I have no kind of deal at all with DoorDash at all. So I, I say that you have to take me for my word. It is what it is. But I, listen, I, like, let, me, let, me reference me. That. let me reference that. Yeah. And I've also been very clear. If DoorDash reached out to me tomorrow in an email saying we'd like to put, I would make a video. That day, that that would be tomorrow's content. I would show you the email and I would strongly consider the offer. Now, they'd have to pay me some decent money. But the reason I think they will never do that is because they don't have to, because I already plugged their app every day for almost two years. So for them to reach out to me would be like it, it doesn't make sense because like I'm already talking about their app, whether it's good or bad. Right. And now it happens to be good. And so, yeah, they're not paying me. But if they want to listen, I'll tell you this. I'm going to drop a, a little a little exclusive right on the Hannibal's Hungry podcast. Oh. Hannibal's Hungry show right now. If DoorDash called me tomorrow and said, Pedro, we love what you're doing. We love the positivity. Um, blah, 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 blah. You know, we'd love to give you this check for $500,000. Let's just throw that number. Out. It's a ridiculous number. Let's say that because, it, you know, and we want you to continue to make your videos. Don't change your name to Mr. Bet on you. 500 grand, I would consider that, right? Like, you'd have to. You'd be uh, yeah, an idiot. Yeah, less life-changing money. That's life mean, right. So yeah. to say, like, oh, he's a shill. Now, I'm not going to ever make a video lying to my subscribers, telling them something that isn't true. I would never allow DoorDash to control my channel in any way. But if they want me to make a video, like, come on, guys. Like, I think, I think a lot of people like to assume they wouldn't do the same thing. But I would say most of you guys, if DoorDash said, here's $500,000, here will you make some, continue to make content and make it yeah. mostly positive? And every once in a while, I'll talk about a new program. I'm going to cast that check, guys. I'm sorry. And you can say <laughs> whatever you want, but I'm going to take care of my daughters. I'm going to take care of my daughter's daughters because I'm going to flip that money. Yeah. And I have no problem and zero shame in saying that at all. Yeah. Uh, Gary said, I'm not mad at anyone that takes a payment. Just be transparent about it. Absolutely I think that's fair. what the issue yeah. was with Bentley yeah. from the very beginning. That if he said I'm sponsored, whatever the if he just said, Hey, this is my deal, yeah, I would not be I wouldn't worry. Like it says there's tons of you know, I mean, I don't know if everyone is familiar with this. Tons of companies give a lot of content creators different types of deals for all types of projects, all types of products, services. They 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 want their they want their stuff out there, so they pay people who have the attention, who has yeah. the loudest uh, you know horn to to bring more people to whatever you you're doing and you know i just think th- if they wanted you they could they would have reached out already 
Oh, they would. Yeah. And I've made a lot of I, I probably by my calculation, I've got a lot of videos, maybe the most talking negative about DoorDash and this and that. Yeah. Like, I got a lot of them. So it would make sense for them not to reach out. Right. So like I'm not it's not something I even like think about. I'm just saying, it, it, you know, you guys would know about it if that was the case. You know, I have me and Hannibal have partnership deals with companies like Solo and we're open about that stuff. And I think it's important to let your viewers know who you have a deal with. And if, if I got to deal with somebody, it's because I feel strong about that company. I feel I have a relationship. I feel like it's a yep. benefit for the gig community. I turn down stuff every week that I think doesn't make sense. Right. So for me, yeah, DoorDash is probably never going to reach out. And if they did, it's probably going to be, hey, we saw this bad thing that you did. It's not going to be that we want to team up with you. They've got people already. I wouldn't see that they would need everybody. And for me, I have DoorDash in my middle name already. There's no benefit for them to pay me because I'm already talking about them, good or bad. Yeah. The other people yeah. they've reached out to didn't have that. And you know what I'm saying? When I reached out to Bentley, he was Bentley Coop, and then he changed it to DoorDash Diaries, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Yeah, so, I remember when he had the Bentley Coop, yeah. Right, right, right. So they want to, they're going to look at content creators that can offer some value, like a Megan, very entertaining, like a Ride Along with Bree, entertaining, makes consistent content, right? Yeah. They reached out to Eli Esh. They sent him to a soccer game. I remember the video Eli Esh made. He doesn't yeah. make videos anymore, but right. So they're reaching out to people that don't have DoorDash in the name, but are great personalities, right? So for them to reach out to me wouldn't make a lot of sense because I'm already plugging the product. So that's kind yeah. of how I look at it. So, And I, I think where just the confusion is, like it's like what Gary's saying, the transparency. We want to know who yeah. is being sponsored and who isn't. Then you can watch their content with a different lens which would be totally 100% acceptable. Like, I like watching a product review video when they said, hopefully not lying, but when they have, they say, I didn't, no one's paying me. I didn't, it's not a free product. I had to pay yeah. for this product. Let me tell you what I think about it. Because you know you're getting you, an honest review. Yeah, you're trying to get an honest review because you don't want to be, you know, I think a lot of times people sell certain things because they're getting paid to, even though the product isn't great. So people are saying, well, if you are, sponsored by DoorDash, that means you are selling people a dream or you're being, you're not being honest. But yeah. the problem is with that argument sometimes and, and pulling, pulling Bentley aside, the product we call DoorDash, right? Even for the gig workers is a, it's a price of service. Mm -hmm. Some people do very well on it mm -hmm. and some don't. Yeah. But it, it's not me. It's not like you're selling people saying basically this is a great thing for everybody. You make it going to make a ton of money. Yeah, because that would be a sham. That would be we yeah. call like the uh, pump and dump scheme. You're telling people how awesome this coin is. And if you buy it right now, mm -hmm. it's going to shoot up. It's kind of similar to what Bentley said. This stock is going to be five. Yeah, that was that, that to me. That was one of his worst moments he's had. And. He's had a few, but that one, if he said, he said something like, if you don't get you some DoorDash stock right now, basically, if people took his advice, they'd be, they, they took his well, we all down financial bad a stock bit. advice. Like, think yeah. about that. Well, We're yeah, all well, down, but that would be, that's, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, we still, I mean, I, I, think, I don't know if Gary's still in here. I think he still has some Uber and some Lyft stock uh, bouncing around there. <laughs> stock. I got none. No? Um, it, it's, it's, so I understand the, 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 the back and forth with that. So, I mean, all right. So you did one week, five days, 2k. Yeah. You were able to do that with still making a video, 
Yeah. You did podcast with me twice twice a week. Yeah, still uh, Pedro and Hambo podcast. Yeah. You did yeah. your Wednesday live stream. Yeah. I'm I'm really interested to know like <laughs> how did you manage your time and what like what challenges did you face to do that? Like I did that, you know, you you were participating in the gig wars, um yeah. mm-hmm. hanging out with other content creators. You didn't you didn't win. No. But you know, I, you did your five and you pieced out. If I did seven days, I would have, but I, I I just gave, I was going against myself, not them. So shout mm-hmm. out to all those awesome drivers. They did phenomenal. I was giving myself a goal monetarily. I wanted to meet that goal and I did that. And I felt really good about that. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Southern oh, Gig Bobby. for the $2. He's trolling, but we love him. He loves it. Fair <laughs> enough. And you'll know, check out uh, Southern uh, Gig. I, I do like up, the ride alongs with him and the, uh, the missus. I think he's married. Uh, he is. And, and yeah. shout out to Jessica's wife. But he is right. Yes. Multi apping overall for the majority of drivers is going to be the way to go. That is 100% facts. I still believe that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, that so question, how did I do it? How do you do how it? Like I... really, like what challenges did you did you have any challenges? I mean, the way you presented it, you were like, fuck out this man. And yeah, I mean, you told me never again, but t- yeah. tell me tell me your thoughts on how you were um, able to do that. First, I gotta give a shout out to Madison. So that's my girl. She holds me down, right? She she takes care of the baby and allows me to do a lot of things that allow me to then provide for them. So we have a fantastic balance. Um without her or if i was with a different type of partner that wasn't wouldn't allow me to be out for 14 hours one day like and to do a podcast and to focus energy in a different way for five days wouldn't have probably would have been a lot harder would have added more stress but because i knew i was going to come home to peace it allowed me to grind right now i worked in the restaurant industry so for me sitting in my car for 59 hours is easy that's very easy for me because i'm used to being on my feet working in kitchens dealing with customers that are mad you know, you got, you know, 50 people on a wait trying to get into your restaurant. You got, you know, food trucks at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. That's work. You know what I'm saying? For me, delivering food and driving around, listening to some music or doing whatever. Not that hard. Right. Um, and I say positive. But for me, I, I did this because I wanted to show people because you see so many people. DoorDash is trash. You can't make money. You can't make money and take DoorDash out of it. Maybe they think Uber's trash. Instacart's trash. Maybe Spark is turned for them. Like you have to, we as drivers, in my opinion, and also as content creators, we got to stop giving the app so much of our energy and waking up in the morning saying, I can't do, I can't make a hundred bucks a day. I only made 50 yesterday. If you wake up that way, then you're right. You're not going to make a hundred bucks, right? You have to go out there and get the money. Like the thing I was saying all the last couple weeks, you got to go after the money because back in the day, and some of you OG drivers can attest, the money was coming to you during pandemic, during whatever, the money was coming to your phone. And it was a lot easier to make it. Now that it's become harder, people have become frustrated because either they're not willing to adapt or they're not willing to go after the money and figure out, hey, do I need to wake up a little earlier? Do I need to stay out an extra hour? Do I need to just grind a little bit? And I showed people that in St. Louis, because I got to be careful with my words, it can be done because I did it with two apps. So yeah. if I can do it and I'm not the best delivery driver, I don't have the most deliveries. I'm not part of the large order program. I didn't do one catering order. I'm not on delivered. I'm not on the uh, deliver that. I'm not on curry. I'm not on roadie. I'm not on spark. I didn't do any Instacart. I didn't have these big payouts that inflated my $2,000 number. It was $1,700 on DoorDash, $300 on Uber, all food delivery and some shop and pay. So for me, it's about mindset and it's about like going out there and just doing it and getting it done, sacrificing some sleep a few days out of that week. Yeah. But 
if I can do it in the ways that Hannibal, I still had a podcast. You got a video I did every day. I have, I still have a daughter I was tending to and a girlfriend and you a robot man. responsibility. <laughs> I'm not a robot. It's about, it's about how you attack the day and yeah. you start your day off saying, I'm going to do this. And then if, if things change, I'll, I'll adapt. But at the end of the day, I will have this. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, you know, I, I relate like a lot of things that I try to do to sports because I, I used to play a lot of basketball. Right. So if I wake up at 6 a.m. and I go to the gym, I got to get a thousand shots up. If that's in my mind, I got to get a thousand up and I get to the gym. It's cold. You know, the gym lights turn on. I got to sweep the floors for a minute. I still got to get my thousand. That's not going to stop me. Right. You still got to get to the thousand. Right. And maybe it takes me an hour longer one day than it did the last day. But you still get to the thousand and then you go home and you do it again. And if five days for me to work an app like that is not that much to ask. And I showed people, hey, if you need some cash, like, you know, you're not going to pay taxes on it yet. You got to be financially responsible. Make sure you're taking care of your money. But if you need two grand, the only thing that's stopping you is you. I don't like your market might be different, but then maybe you have to do a different app. OK, maybe it's Rover for you. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. But yeah. if you need two thousand, if you need a thousand, whatever that number is for you, you just have to go get it. You know, because most people aren't willing to do it. So that means you're going to be one of a few. So just go after it. Try it. Be positive. And I think when people start something like like when you start it, just see it all the way through. And I, I showed I showed everybody that it can be done. And most people thought I couldn't do it. So I, I didn't think you were able to do it in five days. No, um, probably the fourth day because you just kept going you know, 400 over. I'm like, oh, I, right. I guess it's not just a. Uh, most people four hundred dollars a day is the highest point of maybe a month in terms right. of one day of earning. So once I look at the fourth day, I was like, oh yeah, this guy got it. Right. Um, shout out to Red Gig Wars official for five dollars. Five dollars, appreciate it. Uh, fifty six like in the room, button. only fifteen likes. Please get the likes up. We're gonna try to push this thing out there to the world, or at least the gigging community. Um, as we uh, it's a countdown to the Kerbivore. Am I pronouncing yeah. that right? Kerbivore. Kerbivore. I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the all day what nine to five uh, all day outdoor event, which I like outdoor events. Night, you Me know, too. get the fresh air. L.A. is what sixty ish degrees. If you're in that area and you want to hang out with Pedro, rideshare professor Sergio from the rideshare guy, and then I'll be wandering around talking to industry leaders about the restaurant industry, food delivery, ride share. They're going to have the technology that may have some scooters and some other, some equipment, some uh, stuff that you think we're able to test out. I, I, I read some of that there. So um, yeah, it's been a minute since I, I had a roller scooter. Uh, I remember one time I crashed. It was a spectacular crash. <laughs> Did you really? Like going a moped fast type turn. Like a, it was electrical scooter? Yeah. Well, yeah. Electric scooters. I was going, yeah, I was, yeah. I was trying to, too fast, too furious, and so fell on my hand you, there. I got to get on one of them on Friday, then we got to test it out again, see how you do <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're thinking about uh, doing, are you actually thinking about doing some deliveries? <laughs> well, I want to do one. I want to actually see if I can get one of them, one of the people there that's running the the little test runs that we can do. Hey, can I turn, yeah. you know, we'll link it up, but hey, I want to turn this app on. I wanna, we're in downtown LA. I want to do one DoorDash run, like a mile or less. I'll accept it, do it, film it. And I'll show you guys. I think it could be fun. I think that's highly likely to happen. All right, cool. Going back just a little bit about the accepted rate, the acceptance rate. The challenges of maintaining one. I guess it's only going to be based on where you are, who you are. Yeah. Are you are you down for this? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. or you were like, you know, I'm multi-apping. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to even bother. Like, yeah. If someone came to you and said, yo, Pedro, what, you know, give me some advice. I'm in a diamond zone. I really like DoorDash. I have some other apps, but my, my acceptance rate is at 0.2%. Oh. What do you think? Do you think I should get this? Is that low? I, if it's, if you're, if you're, cause I reset mine and I kept mine around 50 or so, yeah. 60. So it was really easy. And I didn't accept orders that were trash. I dropped ones. I canceled. I declined. But I, they, they just kept sending me ones that were good for me. So I accepted them. So I kind of maybe some people could say I got lucky. I don't know. But I was taking it, it got high because it got high naturally. But if you're like a low acceptance rate, yeah, I'm not going to ever tell a driver, hey, I think it's a good idea. You get 22 percent. You know what? Just take the next 50 orders now, nah, because that's going to be in most cities. That's going to be miserable for you unless you got a crazy peak pay. You're going to take you're going to you're going to run your car more miles than you want. For me, organically, it just happened like it happened to work out. It just did. And then I saw the benefits of it because as it got higher, I was like, damn, everything's good. You know, but I wouldn't recommend somebody doing what I did. What I would recommend is if you're not making money. Try something different. That's what I would say. And you take that for however you want. I'm not going to tell you how to work DoorDash, but I'll just show you what I did with a positive attitude. And, you know, if you're if, if you think DoorDash sucks and you have a 10 percent acceptance rate, it might suck because your your acceptance rate is 10 percent. And I, I do believe that. And I wouldn't tell you to accept the next 50 to get it to 60 or 70 percent because you're going to take some trash. And if you don't want to take trash, don't take trash. But if you're somebody uh, that if you if DoorDash is your only app and you can't get on Uber for whatever reason, Instacart, you can't get on Spark, you can't get on oh, these other apps, there's wait lists. If it's your only app, I would just say adapt. And if that means you see a $5 going a mile or two and you usually don't like to take anything less than six, take the damn $5 order. You know what I'm saying? Like make some money because it still can be profitable for you. Yeah. But I wouldn't tell you to take a $2 or $3. Like that's trash. But you have to be willing to adapt in 2023. I think if you don't adapt, you're going to die. I, I do believe that. Um, What's your acceptance rate? I think Dasher Benj was asking if you if you qualify to be a top Dasher, but I don't I, think you're at 70. No, Are you at 70? I am. I got the email today and Ooh. I am. Yep. Yep. Listen, top I got dash nothing to hide. So I got nothing to hide from you. 84%. Look right there. Okay. okay. But all right. I haven't dashed so we can, since, uh, Friday. But like you said earlier, you can understand some people are like, what is happening? I, listen, I get it. I, don't, I didn't go for it. I, you know, I, and, and, and just so everybody's clear. And I've said this as well. I'm going to tank my acceptance rate. Okay. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to purposely tank it and I'll get it really, really low, like 20, 30%, what it used to be for me, what, what's normal in my market. Right. And then I'll also then show you and I'll show you what my orders look like then. So this is a little bit of an experiment. I can afford to do that. I think I owe it to the community that watch me every day to give you guys actual information because I, I have to be honest. If we're talking about the state of DoorDash right now, I've definitely been guilty of being negative and speaking of based on opinion. I'm leaving that behind me. And I would really wish other content creators would do the same thing because I see a lot of negativity and assumptions and people acting like they know, but they don't, they, but they clearly don't know. So for me to make 2K in five, five days, people are mad and that's cool. Being emotional, I get it. But like you can't, the numbers don't lie, right? But I'm going to tank it because I also need to see the opposite side of it, right? And I think I owe the audience that because in 2023, we have to be, we have to deal in reality versus opinion, in my opinion. So, yeah. 
thank you, Mr. Flex, for the two dollar super sticker. Appreciate you. Appreciate Goose. Croc Nation is in the building. Listen, guys, if you guys want superior footwear, now this is not sponsored. I have I've bought all the pairs. I've not yet. Hannibal's working really hard. To get oh man, them. I was just sending an email. Hey, listen, I'll listen. I don't think I'll. Problem is the whole open toe shoe thing to deliver food. Like I haven't delivered with Crocs. I actually put on real sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> but I see. I think I've been into some Chick Fil A's or some restaurant. I saw Crocs on. I, didn't, oh, I don't yeah. care as long as you got socks on. If you get barefoot with the toes out with the air, the air coming into my fries. <laughs> like I don't know if I'll be a big fan of that. Uh... So like when people deliver food with slides on. And these, you know, thong sandals, I, it, it does bother me a little bit. It's kind of weird. Mm. It could be just me. I, I'll, just be, I'll be completely honest with you. Um, working in kitchens like I have did and seeing things and, you know, always ran a good kitchen. But, like, the last thing I'm worried about is somebody delivering food to me in flip-flops. I, I see no correlation to unsanitary <laughs> things at all unless they're touching the bag with their foot. I don't have any problem with it at all. This person's already... Their hands are probably dirty. Their car is probably dirty. This, you know, whether the bag's sealed or not, you know, unless you're wearing gloves and some drivers do, the, the, so many people are touching that bag and touching your food. You guys would be amazed at how many hands have to be, how many steps it takes for you to get that Wendy's order to your house. There's hundreds of people that are touching that food from the guy picking it, the, the, the delivery driver, the, the guy that loads the truck, the guy that drops it off, the guy that prepares it, the guy that puts the truck away, the guy that rings in the order, the guy that bags it, the driver, like, it's not happening. Said, I don't it's care. It's not happening. It makes talk, sense. It, it just, and then it's just my I think it's an optic. I think it's an optics thing. You know? Fair enough. I don't want to see people, anyone's feet. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I'm my feet person. Uh, Red says, I'm proud of what that you made that kind of money and showed the community. Let's get, kind of go back to that idea. You said that there are people that were upset, which is weird. I would say most people were happy, obviously. I, I mean, mean, at least oh, with me, we're all, you know, yeah. but the people who are upset about it, I just don't understand. Like, why are you upset about someone making money? Yeah, you know how to, you know how this internet goes, man. They don't. Some people don't like to see people have success or do something that's good or achieve a goal. You know what I'm saying? They just don't like it because they're not doing it, possibly, right? So yeah. they feel bad about that. But I got nothing but love for for y'all because at the end, one day, you know, you'll whatever you 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 you'll want to share something positive with somebody, and then somebody will diss you or or feel like you're lying and then you'll feel what i felt and all you do is laugh at that point because then you'll come to the realization like damn okay now i you know i was telling pedro he was lying like now i know what it feels you know we all it all comes full circle so for me it's like i just speak my truth i show people actual numbers and i'm good with that i take care of my family i do a podcast with you twice a week like life is good man like when i came into 2023 i said i'm gonna really try to leave that negativity behind me and worrying about what other people do and other content creators and this and that. And DoorDash is doing this. You know what, man? Like, I control my life. DoorDash don't control my life. Another content creator doesn't control my life. I control my movements. And once you start, to, once I started to realize that and live it every day, like I have been just for the last, since like November, it's transformed a lot of things, man. Like, I don't get as mad when I see a bad offer on my phone. I just decline it. Like, I don't even care. Like, it, you see so many of them. It's like, who cares? Like, there's miserable yeah. clowns. It is what it is. You're not going to change your mind. Like you just keep working towards a purpose and then you get there and it feels good. Then you do it again the next day. So 
Do you remember how many non-tippers you delivered to during that week? Yeah, I think about eight. And, and I remember when about, about back, you know, a couple of months ago, even through your videos, even not not the videos, delivering to a non-tipper was World War Three for you. Stomach, like you couldn't stomach it. It you can tell like physically it bothered you. And now it doesn't bother you all that much. You know, I'm I'm sure you're not gonna do that often, but no, no, no. I I, I <laughs> so basically a couple of them I had some crazy peak pays, and I was like, damn, I, this is like an eight dollar order. Right. And it's going a mile and it was part of a stack or something like that. And a couple of them were like, I didn't know it was like 10 bucks, no peak pay. And it was all base. Pay. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Right. So that happened just naturally. I, I dropped a couple orders. I unassigned a few that I saw that didn't have a tip. And I was like, and it's kind of a bad merchant. Now nah, I'm not dealing with this. Now nah, I don't want I don't want to feel mad that I delivered to somebody that didn't tip me because then I'm giving them energy. So I would just drop it. And then other times if I was like, you know what, the cash flow is too good. I'm keeping it and just keeping a short memory. Don't care. And about eight. Yeah. And that's not a lot, but more than I would have liked because I don't like enabling that behavior. But, you know, I did not want it to lose. I didn't want to change my focus right. and be negative just because I delivered to somebody. And they didn't tip for whatever reason. I just try to just not make it a big deal. So nice. Uh, so the again, let's all appreciate it. Check out his channel, Pedro. Yeah, congrats, but no more trolling. No more trolling me. Are you trolling him? Or tro I, I don't Who knows? Know. You, you, Bobby, you never know. With Bobby, uh, Red Axe, how many orders you delivered? Do you know how many orders off the top of your head? Uh, I don't know. A lot. Uh, it, no, <laughs> no, no. You were doing thirty a day, I believe, right? It was a lot. Yeah, I would. I mean, I can't even click on the thing right now. Like, I think um, I remember the first is like I, I did thirty orders. I think it was the first day you like yet. Went 400. I didn't count my orders. And why? This is not even letting me hit the thing. Uh, there. Oh, uh, I don't Gary's, know. I, Gary. I would say I would say I probably with Uber. I think I only delivered like two, about see, I made 200 bucks with Uber. I think I delivered 11 or 12. I did 12 on Uber. I made, yeah. two, made 300 bucks and I delivered 12. And yeah, you said the orders, the orders bigger, from Uber yeah. Eats were higher per order than the DoorDash yeah. orders. Uh, with DoorDash, let's see, I made 1700 bucks. So you're looking at like a hundred and probably 60 deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this comment from Gary. Oh, Gary's a smart guy and he makes apps. Gary's apps.com. Check it out. I agree with Pedro. I have a short memory with gig work. As soon as I deliver, I forget. Yeah, I. that's a really good uh, comment. I and think that, I'm trying to we, get better with that because I wasn't as good with that, Gary, but I think you're right on the money. You And it depends on the severity of how, what the annoyance was that you, you it may carry <laughs> maybe two deliveries after, right? Yeah. But that, that even if things go wrong, you know, what they call it, that quarterback, uh, when they throw an interception, they really need to forget about what they just did because they got to go back. On, they got to go back on that field soon. They can't dwell on it. What ha went wrong? Can't really. You could do some adjustments, but I think when you do go through something negative, like you delivered to someone that didn't tip and gave you a hard time, having a short memory is, I think, important for your mental health because yeah. you, how long can you dwell on this situation? It's already over. You kind of went through it. Yeah. I, I really like that comment from and, and I do believe I'm still listen, I, I do not think we should deliver people that don't tip for various reasons. Typically, those delivery instructions aren't good. They're not ready. They, you know, the, the, the chances of them reporting some kind of incident that they didn't get it is tenfold compared to somebody that does leave a tip. 
So definitely recommend using your drops and unassigns wisely. If you think there's something, trust your gut. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to have a shorter memory and just stay focused on the the goal at hand because I have big goals. My time's extremely valuable. Like I've got a lot going on. So for me, when I go to do DoorDash, I have to stay focused. I got to hit my goal as quick as I can so I can move on to the next thing I need to tackle. And if I spend too much energy and time thinking about like, oh, that miserable clown, like I just can't, I just can't live. Like I got to grow up a little bit. I got, I can't live in that way anymore because it doesn't really serve anybody any good. It makes me feel good for a moment, but then it's like, okay, I just wasted 20 minutes thinking about them. I need to go be making some money right now. So yeah, especially you're driving, need to concentrate on the road, people, you know, I mean, I drive in Brooklyn. Everyone wants to drive right in front of you and cut you off or people who want to just go on the street. doesn't matter if they got the light or not. They, you know, it's like a video game. You got to try to avoid um, running over somebody. So you definitely want to make sure that you're in the right mindset because you can make them another mistake on top yeah. of the issue that Yuri did w- dealt with. Um, Salty Cracker said Derek Carr must have been forgetting all the time then. Lulz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if Derek Carr goes to the Jets, then I'm like, yo, Jets may be all right, but I don't you know, I talk uh, about football too much, but yeah. no. We, right, we can talk about that in the Pedro, Pedro and Hannibal podcast. Pedro and Hannibal <laughs> podcast. Type that in. Subscribe. We have a good time over there. Um, so 3000 next, huh? <laughs> Listen, bro. Um, it's going to be a while before I would try that, but I'm going to say it right now. And I said it on my channel. I believe I, I would have to work seven days. Okay. I can make $3,000 in St. Louis. Yeah. And I think other people have made bigger numbers than me guys, you know, but I think that, you know, because I did it in five days, it was like, damn, And I only worked nine hours one of those days. I I could have made more even on just the five days. Um, But yeah, I could could hit 3K. I I feel very confident. And another thing you all got to remember is I'm not saying I think you guys should do this. I don't recommend spending that much time in your automobile. I don't think it's sustainable and it's not scalable. But my situation is very different. I have a YouTube channel. I have a girlfriend that's extremely forgiving and I'm hyper competitive and a little bit crazy. Right. So for me, yeah, I'll have to work seven days, but I can make three thousand dollars. So that's a video that might happen at some point. If I feel like I got a week coming up in the next several months from now or whatever, that's like, you know what? I can work 12 hours for seven days. I can work 14 hours for seven days. Let's do this. Let's make some good content. I might do that. I'm not yeah. I, I, I Listen, shout out to Madison. Because Bro, you have no she idea. got to deal He's with a crazy bad. person that's yes. out there delivering McNuggets all day. McNuggets all day. <laughs> and you got to deal with the, you gotta deal with the baby. Uh, yep, yep. It's yep. a lot to take because I'm sure this time she will like you to be home, but she understands your goal and understand you're yep. driven to it. So yep. definitely some 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 props need to go to her, obviously. Oh, big time, big time. And, you know, I know you're going to go to, you know, try 3,000 soon. All right. Would it make sense to do it at, at the right time? I'm assuming when it's obviously the the busier it is, or at least the likelihood that you actually will attain it. Like I don't think I'm, I don't know. Like in terms of, well, you was able to do this where we say things are kind of slow. So I imagine I know that's what I'm maybe saying, well, maybe a little warmer. Maybe it won't be as easy when it starts to get warmer. I, yeah. I don't know. I think like, during when, the when, summer, you know, the summer slowdown, as we all talk about and know about, it would be harder, but. I don't know. I, I think it can be done. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I think it's likelihood of me doing it is pretty high, though, because um, yeah. I think it would. I think another thing is it would make for some good content once again, and it would inspire some people. I don't know how many comments I got. Pedro, man, you hustled. 
you know, I saw you grinding. It made me want to work a little more and I have my best week ever. I literally have had about a hundred comments like that. Yep. So when I see people out there like, damn, he's grinding. I can grind a little more. I can make a little more this week. I can get closer to my goal. I can get closer to paying down my debt. I can get, I can pay an extra bill off this week. Cause I made an extra 500 bucks. I don't know how many, I mean, at least a hundred comments like that. So for me, there's value in me showing people I'm going to go out here for five days and, and work my ass off. So, yep. you know, doing it for 3K, I think that would be just a, another another story to tell and another uh, positive thing to show the community. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, UDM always said, you know, like, you go get your money. Like, go get it. Yeah. So there's no other, you yeah. got to go get it. I mean, yeah. it won't come to you unless you you take a time machine and go back to 2020 where it will just, just come in. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Gary said, uh, did that guy from PA ever reach out to you? Yes, so he, he emailed I, I see me. that comment. So yeah, explain that comment. Uh, what's going so somebody, on? Somebody, somebody, kind of uh, you know, had the live show, and you know, I made a comment that I can make two thousand in any market. That's yeah, probably not true. I know markets are flexing, very, flexing so, over here, flexing <laughs> a little bit. I, I get it, guys. Okay, but I think in a market similar to St. Louis, absolutely, I feel extremely confident I could. So a guy came to the Sunday live saying, "Hey, I'll fly you out, hotel, give you a car. I bet you can't make two thousand in Philly." I said, "I'm game." I said May first. I can do May. Let's do the week of May first. It's and, it's Philly, bro. Yeah, it's fine. And he, so he emailed me, and I emailed him on Monday morning when I woke up. I haven't heard from him. So uh, yeah, I think his name. I would fl- I would drive out to Philly just to see just to see what you <laughs> like, yo. I mean, I will bring my bulletproof vest. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll you know I listen. I drive in St. Louis, y'all. I think I'm true. Come on, but you got to deal with traffic and crime. Listen. And I don't know, like, I think your market is just a very unique. It is. You I'm have the lucky. major city feel, but it's not a big city. Mm-hmm. You're still able to maneuver. And this just they're nicer people in St. Louis than Philadelphia. No, no, oh, no, I'm, I'm no, sure. uh, no offense. But for me, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it would be definitely harder than what I did. I'm sure. And I'd probably have to work seven days. But when once again. If I'm trying to improve my jump shot and I know I need to make a thousand jump shots in the gym, you just work from a thousand and you go down. So if I need to make 2K, I'm working from 2K and I'm going all the way till I get to zero. That's how I look at it. And you just don't stop until you're done. You know, that's so for me, it's like it's not a big deal. You know, Um, you're going to sacrifice sleep and things. But if you want to have any kind of measure of success, meet any type of goal, you want to do good on a school exam. You got this uh, project at work. What do you do? You grind. You lose a little bit of sleep. You drink a lecture, a little bit of coffee. You you know what I'm saying? That's what you do until the project's done. And then you can take a little time off. So it's not I think a lot of us get in our heads like this is impossible. It's too hard. It can't be done. That's because you think it can't be done. Yeah, I, I really I really believe that. And everybody will take that however you want. But if you feel like you can't do something, you cannot do it. You've already lost. I don't look at stuff like that. I just don't. I feel, I feel you. Uh, Rideshare Rodeo. Who the heck are these guys? <laughs> what up, Steve? Uh, subscribe to Rideshare Rodeo. The guy is putting Please. out probably the most important content in terms of independent contractor work, talking to people who are trying to keep the fight going, to keep us independent. Yeah. Because there's a lot of forces out there that want us to be employees, namely DoorDash with this uh, diamond program. So yeah. you, you want to make sure that you guys <laughs> stay ahead. I mean, right? Like, I mean, if it's substance rate, I you guess. kind of feel like an employee a little bit, right? I, I, I um, don't and steve is doing a curry run and we talk you know if you've been on his channel you know we talk a lot about curry the app you going to vegas bro 
So yeah, he's doing, let me check. I forgot what he said. So he's, he's getting, he has a curry that's going to take him to Vegas on Friday or he's going to Vegas Friday, 10 hours each way, $1,500. So he's going to drive. So he's going to drive two days basically, right? 10 hours to get there, 10 hours to get there, sleep, and then 10 hours to come back for 1500 bucks. 1500. So he's probably driving 1500 miles, right? I would have uh, yeah, about I, that. So gas, yeah, I'll do that. It's $1,500. And he wants us to go drive down to uh, Vegas on Saturday. To, I'm like, you're going to blow all that 1500 away if we come down oh, there. Oh, if, if me and Hannibal come down, you're you going broke. It'll be some, some hangover part four. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out, shout out to Steve. Uh, that's, my, that's my dude right there. Um, like I is see this coming here. Up. Gary says 711. Is it 711 round trip or is that just one way? I bet that's only one way. I bet it's oh, it I bet maybe it's one way. 1500 round trip. I mean, it, you know, and we kind of go back and forth. Sometimes when you see somebody's curry um offers, a lot of people say the miles, the miles, the miles. But a lot of it, you, you, yeah, you, you're going to get in t- in 20 hours, right, of work or like a day of work. He said one way. I, I still, okay. if you listen. If so, yeah, I had it, miles. Yeah. Okay. I would take it. Definitely take it. Well, I don't think have to about worry it. You're working, about you're basically, say you're working three days. You're driving one, driving two, and then you rest for a day or whatever. Three days for 1500 bucks. I think anybody should take that money. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And, you know, Curry does very, very well in Steve's market in Colorado. But, like, you know, going back to the whole idea of adapting, you want to make sure that you're picking the right app in the right area. Because there's, yeah. there's probably an app that's doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, here, you know, New York City, you're going to, you know, for DoorDash, you're going to have to schedule. But all the apps, you turn them on, something's going to pop up. Um, I delivered, I went, I signed up for Delivered. I, I forgot how you spell it. I think it's D-L-I-V-E-R-D. I think something like that. Yeah. Um, and I saw some offers. I didn't have a chance to take them, but they had some um, catering offers because that's what th- that uh, company how they, does. How they look? $30. It was, I mean, actually, I, I, they text the number. It was like thirty dollars, and the, the mileage were in that wasn't bad. It was yeah, and it said the minimum was it said projecting earnings of thirty dollars. It was a uh, delivery for TGI Fridays, mm. and another one was for Just Salad. I didn't have a chance to take them, but um, so that that's a good app. Um, deli- yeah. you know, deliver that. I mean, UDM talked about deliver that a lot. So you gotta find something that's going to work where you are and your traffic and some of your stuff. I know Uber left Phoenix. He works at night because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to deal with traffic. So like you. You find a strategy and you kind of work, you know, you work it, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, you, you, have to, did... you, you have to be willing to find out uh, what people are willing to pay you to do in your market. So Steve obviously does some curry runs because his market, people are willing to pay him to do it, whether it's curry or whatever. The, con- the, con- yep. the, the contractors, the construction guys need the paint. They need this. They need whatever. Like, it's our responsibility as 1099 self-employed independent contractors to find out <laughs> where the money is. In my market, it happens to be at least DoorDash and Uber. I can do okay. They, they, they take care of you, yeah. Right, and if they weren't, I'd do something else, you know. So yeah, I'm thinking of Philly. I mean, I'm not sure, familiar with Philly, but I'm thinking if you was going to try to get to 2,000, you're probably going to have to do some shopping stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm just thinking probably, in terms probably, of probably, you know, um, which is you know, you've done the shopping thing. I remember, I still remember the day. You got me well, on Instacart. Yeah, you, you were the one. I, that did I apologize all the time. I'm sorry, Pedro, because the way you you were so mad and frustrated. And I'm like, I, think I talked to you that I was like, Hannibal, I'm doing my first Instacart right now. This is a but terrible idea. Then it got idea. better. Then I started liking it a little bit more because yeah. you just realized, okay, 
what days are good to start or time this all these good this costco's bad you know like anything else you learn what's good and what isn't but in the beginning yeah. yeah instacart was like oh my god i can't i think we was at the furniture store the furniture depot um depot or something you just oh, the restaurant depot is like mother effing everybody sideways like this is the worst ever. i'm watching i'm like man this i feel like that homer simpson meme where you just go you you move into the bushes you like yeah i didn't do this thing. no but i'm glad that i've that i have that app though right we talk about having all the ways to make money because like i used it for almost two months when i took DoorDash and put her on the back burner, you know. So, yeah. and it came in handy. So, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So, yeah. And you still haven't figured out the Spark thing, or did the Spark thing just no. not working in your your particular area? Yeah, I, I signed up, and then they said I was good. And I I even get text messages from Spark still saying certain messages that they send. Like I got one tonight. It says something to the effect of, uh, "Let's see, like what did it say? I got it like an hour ago. It said." Uh, we're teaming up with select advanced auto part locations in your zone to further increase whatever. But, you know, so I'm obviously in the system, but I, I can't log into the app. And I just said, you know what? I don't really like Walmart. I just, I don't really need it. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I haven't had a chance to talk about this, but if you guys use the para app, the para app, they have the newest feature is the restaurant, um, basically a restaurant decline where you go on the app, you type in what restaurants you want to avoid. Like I'm a, you put this in McDonald's. I do not want any McDonald's offers coming onto my phone. You put it on. It's as if McDonald's disappeared. No chicken McNuggets for you to be bothered. Like it's, <laughs> it's the restaurant filter, which yeah. I think is a pretty good, uh, cool feature. The para app has been um, pushing. For sure. And I know you, I know you're not really on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, you know, you Madison. Uh, uh, handles your Instagram. So they were able to bring out information, the top 10 businesses or the top 10 restaurants that users are auto declining on the Power App. And I wonder if you can guess all 10 or at least near it. So there's 10. It says businesses. So there is one that's not a restaurant. So I'm I'm already giving you a little bit of a tease there. But the 10 restaurants that users are just saying, they put it in, they'll never see it. They okay. they put in it and I guess I already said one, but I don't I don't want to see are, it ever, these are, ever. These are DoorDash users and like Uber Eats or like. What is it? Para delivery. So, so Para, you know, I'm sure Para, okay, Para users are probably having multiple apps. They you know got I think it. a little bit more on it. But if you're doing food delivery, yeah. What what restaurants are you avoiding? Uh, Wendy's, Popeyes, um, Wingstop, um, McDonald's might be on there, but they, there's so many McDonald's. I I mean I don't know. Um, I don't know if Walmart would be on there. Maybe, um, Taco Bell, KFC. I'm thinking, you know, a lot of a lot of fast food places. I would assume. Um, that's what I got so far. Yeah. Well, you you, you threw out you you basically said a few of them, and okay. some that I, I don't have in my market. Okay, so but, maybe I don't have either. Let me let me show, I'll, I'll pop it up all ten yeah, so you can see. Up. But you actually hit, you actually hit one of them. Did I? I didn't realize you would. Uh, we said Walmart. Oh, yeah. Um, so these are top 10 businesses that oh, users are order declining yeah. on Para. Check out the Para app that has I'm the restaurant. All of them. <laughs> so 10 is Chipotle. I had terrible times with Chipotle. And sometimes it's great. A lot of times they're taking yeah. too many orders and they're overwhelming the staff. And you yeah. can tell they're overwhelmed. They'll, sometimes they'll tell you, listen, we're, we're, we're effed over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Jack in the Box. I never 
I don't have Jack in the Box in my area. I've never been to one. So I don't even know if it's... Mm. You, ever, you ever had Jack in the Box? Yeah, I have all those in my area. And this last week, I delivered and picked up from all of those places besides Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> so Walmart is number one for a reason. Chick-fil-A, yeah. it's a hit and miss. Yeah. Um, KFC, hit and miss. Wendy's, hell no. Yeah, hell no. no. I will never go into Wendy's ever. Nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. Um, just, I don't know what why people like Wendy's as much as they do. I don't know. It's I don't weird. Get it. You know, I'll say this though on this list right now, there are three of these spots are like my big, big money makers that keep me busy. Chipotle, I make mm-hmm. good money with them. I make good money with really good money with Chick fil A. Yeah. Uh, KFC, Taco Bell, I make good money with them as well. So, uh, the digital nomad wants everyone to, to wait. What's the, what's the, was it gig challenge? Only pick up for Wendy's for one week. I oh, would no. not, I would, I'd probably I would make exist. $300 maybe the whole week if I did that. Yeah. Um, Burger King, you know, I mean, now you just talk about fast food, Taco Bell. There's, you know, when you, I did not know what I was doing. I spent too long in a Taco Bell waiting for those orders too long. People are arguing with each other. The, the, the staff can't keep up. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Can I ask you your opinion? Sure. So with the auto decline, you don't even see them, correct? Yep. Auto declined. You don't even see them. And I get yeah, why I, I had a, I had a video, but I forgot to upload it on to here, but yeah, you go into, you go to the para app. Um, they have the feature. It's, if you pop it in for the first time, they, they kind of pop it up. Hey, we got this new feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can, you can go to the restaurant filter. So you basically, you go to the settings, you click that little cog mm-hmm. wheel on the upper uh, right-hand side. And you just, it says list restaurants. So you don't want, it says add restaurant. You type in, um, and it's probably the major the major restaurants, obviously, that'll probably pop up. Yeah. And Donald's, KFC, Chipotle. If if you know I'm having too many problems ever, with you this. You don't ever want to go there, ever? Let me play devil's advocate. So if acceptance rate doesn't matter, because I would bet everybody that uses this PAR app, acceptance rate does not matter to them. Why Why limit your opportunities? I think I think if you if you know your market yeah, and you absolutely know Never want to go to Chipotle. This they and 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 it's about market knowledge, right? If I yeah. know, like you said, you have you may have a Chipotle that they they take care of you. They yeah, they bust their ass in there. Sometimes and sometimes they don't. I gotta unassign yeah. it. Yeah, I have like a shout out to Kim Side Money Plans. She has she says she brags about her McDonald's. Yeah, she loves her McDonald's. They yeah. take care of her. Yeah. So no, you wouldn't put that on there, right? You wouldn't yeah. put that on there because you have the market knowledge. So I would say someone that's new. You should wait until you know, absolutely yes. know that, hey, this McDonald's that I'm there is like, it's like Iraq. Don't go over there because it's just not going to work. Bad yeah. management, bad staff. And you may want to just, you know, order decline. You may want wait maybe a month or two. Maybe you see a sign on the door under new management. Sometimes yeah. it happens for McDonald's. I'm glad you brought that up because turnover in these places and management and staffing yeah. Is is cr- critical to how uh, fast they're going to be. So yeah. just because one was bad in January doesn't mean it can't be really good back. Absolutely, tomorrow. Gary's. You know his McDonald's is fine. So like yeah. in my area, all of them are terrible. Yeah, all of them except maybe Chipotle. I'll give that a chance. Um, and maybe Taco Bell because I love Taco Bell as a restaurant. Me it makes too. Me happy to walk. I think we're the only ones. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. It, it's it's delicious. So I would go there just to think about it, but I would not go to McDonald's. It's just it, too many bad memories, too many fights, too many arguments. Popeyes yeah. is too slow sometimes. Popeyes is so slow. Man. Wendy's. If my number one is Wendy's, mm. if this list, because well, you know why they don't they don't make the order till you get there, yes. and 
there, a lot of the lobbies are still closed. Mine just opened back up. Yeah. But and the lines are usually long because even they they're open there too long. I, what yeah. they doing in there? They're killing the 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 the, the cat. Like I, it's just like why is it so long? But I think so, I think that's why they're also a little bit. They're pretty popular because people know that that burger is getting made right then. So it's the freshness of it is you know what I'm saying. I think it, they're making it to order. So I think there's some value in that. You know. Yeah, but yeah, I think if you if you already have the knowledge and you don't want to, you know, because you're driving. You don't want to be just declining. You already know you're not going. Yeah, I'm not going to Walmart today. I, I'm not going to do it. So put that up there. So have you ever done a Walmart order on any app? No. Yeah. No, but I like I told you the first time I've been in the Walmart was 2020. Mm -hmm. So that was. But I've heard so many bad stories. You guys scared me out of it. You're like, no, I they do it. So I never Listen, did. It. I hate Walmart. Yeah, so that's why you know. I I do not like it. Now I'm not talking delivery. I'm talking just overall. I don't. Really? Times I'm in there, I just my body kind of cramps up. I get sweaty. Like I don't like Walmart. I just don't like it. I know you're anti-corporate. You're, you're hippie. Now, listen, I Walmart am, yeah. is legit. You walk in, you can buy anything. I know. <laughs> you can buy I clothes. Don't, I don't have to like it. I don't have to, <laughs> just because I can get a haircut, an oil change, tires, and a bathing suit. Don't mean I like got and my listen, eggs. I mean I have. Back to in like 2020, it. I was snagging up all those five dollar rotisserie chickens, the little small joints. <laughs> Yo, Costco's chickens are better, man. Yeah, I mess. I'm, 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 listen, these little rotisserie chicken joints. I, I'll eat one by myself. So, like, I was just grabbing those, the cookies. I need. I just need to start working out. But I know I had. I heard terrible things about Walmart. I went into one, and it was fine. It's like Target. Yeah. It's like Beach. You know, like Costco's. You get. You know, you get whatever's cheapest is where you go. So, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but if you guys are interested in the Power App, you know, I'll probably put a link in there. But I'm sure you guys already have it. Check it out. I mean, you know. You may not want to be dealing with certain restaurants, so you know, that kind of I makes think sense. That's to me. Awesome feature, especially for you know, if, if if it's a busy Friday and they're just bombarding you with Walt with McDonald's, it's like, damn, I just got to keep declining, and you might be missing out on something better. So I get that part of it too. Yeah, you but know. and also, are you saying like you don't want you don't, you don't want, want to limit, limit though, you your know? what's coming in? So yeah. you, it it must be you are confident, and also just your your temperament at the time. Hey, listen, I don't want to go to McDonald's today. I just not interested, you know, or if I had, you know, like, nope. So even if there was, I may be missing an offer, but I can go to the other places. I'll be fine. So I got, that kind of makes sense. Um, Kalo, I was just scrolling up a little bit. Saw this. Uh, I can appreciate YouTubers working with the DoorDash program. What pisses me off is the one sided butt kissing a bunch of videos. The point is you're only giving your area as a point of view. And I mean, Paige, you can answer that. I, I, I mean, we the only thing we can talk about is our area, right? Like we only, we, I mean, unless you travel and right. some people have, but yeah. you can kind of yeah. only talk about your area. Um, and you, like you said before, you're always prefacing, this is happening to me. It's happening to me. And I try to show people, you, know, you know, I think Kalo brings up a really good point though, because I think his perspective is, hey, I'm in a small market, Pedro. It's not, what it is like in St. Louis. My, I'm not seeing these orders that you're seeing. And that's Kalo's reality. And I get that. I'm empathetic to that, right? So yeah. my challenge to Kalo would be, okay, if you know that, what are you doing about it? What other app are you trying, right? Like yeah. if, if, it, if the apps aren't hitting for you like they are for me, and I'm, I'm lucky, right? But you have to figure out what, what, what are you going to do then, right? Are you going to work a different app? Are you going to work the same app a different way, that's on you, right? 
when you come to my channel, you, I'm just going to give you some perspective. You can laugh at me. We can laugh together. You see, it's a little entertainment as you're working or as you're whatever. And that's it. And I, I share my experience. Uh, that way, if it hits my market first, when it hits yours, maybe you see it. Hey, Pedro, show me this. Customers got a sign for this. Okay, now I know a little bit about it. I feel a little bit more educated about it, right? That's yeah. all you get on my channel, right? But my challenge to you, Kayla, would be, hey, if it ain't hitting in your small market, you're responsible as a self-employed 1099 to figure out what can I do to make money then? DoorDash ain't it. Pedro's super lucky. F that guy. I wish I was in St. Louis, but I'm not. Okay, now I need to move on and figure out how to make some money. And that's that's my challenge to you. And talking about that in terms of, you know, content creating and kind of, you know, you make a video every day. Yeah. So what is your, like, what I've, what I've noticed when I uh, check out anytime uh, Bentley was, and that's not a slight on Bentley, but this is Bentley's reality, his perspective. He says, I don't watch other YouTubers. I don't watch other <laughs> yeah, content creators. <laughs> and obviously he catching he some, yeah. he catching some of the stuff. And I think he's yeah, catching yeah. some of the stuff that's referring to him. Do I think he's watching a lot of it? I don't, I don't know. Probably, I think he, someone's telling not. him, Hey, so-and-so is talking about you. And then he goes watch it. Does it do, do I think he going to DoorDash and he's just watching DoorDash videos? No, probably not. And that's what I would like to challenge him with. I think, you know, like you're saying, you're, you know, you're being positive and a lot of negativity, but like the negativity is not necessarily helpful. But I think, especially him and now you, like you guys are, you know, you guys have tens of thousands. He's up to a hundred thousand. You're probably yeah. going to get there eventually. I think what works for you and how fast you have grown is that you were you were able to know what's going on. Like you was always in the know. You spend yeah. the time watching videos, you in live chats, you are you are all you all in to see everything. Yeah. And I think with Bentley, he's looking at, it at a top-down position. Yeah. Hey, he he built it. No one can take that from him. You may not like how he's doing it, you may not like how he responds to certain content creators. Yeah. He built it. He yeah. he started. With nothing, and now, like you know, he's doing pretty well for himself. But I think when you get to a certain point, if you're not in the mud a little bit, even even if there are you know channels, DoorDash sucks, right? Like you had those channels, right? You may not understand what people, how people are feeling. Yeah, because we're all in different that's places. A good, that's a good point. I think uh, you know Bentley's been doing this a lot longer than most of us. He's got a very big channel. Um, but he's more removed from the grind than a lot of other current content creators, right? Uh, and also, I think Bentley's like the guy at the cookout that he's going to sit in the air conditioning uh, inside and he's going to sit at the table by himself and maybe with one other person, he's going to be really comfortable in the air conditioning. I'm going to be at the cookout. I probably cooked your burgers for you. I cracked the beer open. I sat right next to you and we're talking. That's 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 him and I are very different. And that may work for him, right? Like and that works hey, for him. He obviously can, he can sit for in him. AC. It's listen, it's not a slight. That's just yeah. a fact, I think. And he wants to be, you know, that's his seat. I am I wanna I wanna sit at the picnic table. I'm gonna drink a beer with you. We're gonna crack some jokes. And I think that's why the channel's done really good, is it's a little more relatable than him. I think his channel, but his channel's obviously done very well because it's like for more new drivers. He's giving information. He's you know, like he's giving yeah. information for new people. And a lot of new people come, right? Mine's like, I'm trying to give information to new people, but I'm also just trying to entertain you a little bit and take you along for a ride along and just give you some relatable content. So it's, you know, obviously similar channels, but very different. Um, yeah. I think this was cool about the space that we're in is that there's so many great content creators out here. 
spending a lot of time and energy making videos, editing, coming up with ideas, collaborating. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort and takes a little bit of balls, quite frankly, to put your face out there and make a video and hope that people watch. Right. So I think it's great that we have so many different varying opinions and things like that. Um, I think it's good whether the videos are bad or I like them or don't like them. That doesn't matter because if you don't like it, you just don't watch. And somebody obviously likes it because some of these channels are getting great views. Right. So I think it's good. We need to have different opinions, different markets, different perspective. I think it's a, a, a good thing. And I know there's so many channels now. Like it seems like this. I see a new one like, man, I never heard of this channel. And I've seen that they've had a channel for a year, you know, like. We're unfold. We're unlocking all these channels. I mean, there's got to be a thousand DoorDash channels. There has to be because there's some that we don't even know about. Right. Yeah. But I think that's good. I mean, for me, YouTube is run by Google. Right. You get the Google AdSense check. Hannibal just got his last week or whenever we got paid. Right. So like it's a real thing. It's real money. Right. (laughs) Yes. So I always tell people like make a channel like whatever you're interested in, whatever niche, if you have any kind of expertise, if you're passionate about something, if you have knowledge, if you're entertaining and engaging, I need you to make your YouTube channel. Okay. Try it out. Try it for a few months. You might be surprised at what could happen if you put forth some effort and maybe a little bit of luck falls your way or whatever, a video pops or it doesn't. Plus it could also be very fun to do it. You know, you meet people like, you know, I, you know, and Bentley's done that. He's obviously made a channel. He's made a lot of money. So I, I, I salute him for that, but He's definitely a lot more disconnected than uh, I think a lot of us are. So. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think sometimes it's a natural growth. I think, you know, some people say you don't blown up and you forgot where you came from. Yeah. That, that's a, that's the thing that's, that's said to a lot of people who get yeah. to a, you know, different spots in their life. But yeah, should you think the same way five years ago? I don't know how long he started, but you should think the same way. Should it see some growth? I I mean, sometimes you, yeah, yeah, you outgrow certain things. You may outgrow certain audiences. Like certain people may not vibe with you anymore. Because like, yo, you sound, you sound different. I don't get it. But I get some of that right now. I, you know, I get people that might unsub or say, Pedro, you've changed. And I respect them saying that because in some ways they're right. I have changed. You evolve. You learn from your mistakes. You grow. You have different goals that come into your mind. You have a kid or two. You got to provide. You got to think, how can I make more money? Like, these that's just life. So I think you're not always going to be able to please everybody, you know? Yeah. No, and it's, it, you're just going to go get yourself crazy trying to. Right. I, I, I noticed that too, especially if you're trying, you're putting your opinion out there and someone says you're an idiot. You can't always respond. Sometimes it's like, all right, thanks for watching. Like sometimes I was like, thanks for watching, man. Like, um, you know, like maybe if there was like a, a question or maybe something that, that I can explain, yeah. But at the same time, you can't. And like, I'm sure like your numbers, uh, oh, you're man, not able to respond to sideways this week, making videos. And sometimes I respond and I'll comment. Sometimes I don't. I'm Listen, I'm, I'm not far. I'm not too far removed from being super petty. There are times when people say really stupid stuff. I just respond with a clown emoji. Yeah. I, I, I've done that a hundred times, probably. Or I'll respond with, hey, come on the show. You want to talk about it? And I'll bring them and I, I invite them on the show knowing that they won't because they're cowards. Right. So sometimes I engage when you shouldn't, but like we're, we're, we're all men, we're flawed. You know, like you get, you see somebody saying something that, you know, it's not true. And you're like, really? Like, and then other times you see, it, it's like, I'm not even going to engage because they're like not even on the level that we're on. They're just trolling to troll, you know? So. Yeah, of course. And that, that's really like, what else can you really do? I mean, there's a lot. And, and that's why I have no problem with any sponsor content from DoorDash, any, any of these apps. 
Um, I like the negative stuff sometimes. I want to hear everyone's perspective. I don't want to shut down anyone's ability to express themselves, even the weirdest people. And and we yeah, have to deal with the no problem. Hey, listen, as long as you're not violating whatever the the code of conduct of YouTube at this point, I don't even know what that what that is anymore. Good point. As long as you do it and you're not hurting anybody, you can say what you want to say. Because I think at the same time, enough people are watching. Yeah, the weird stuff and like that's weird. They yeah. may not be putting, they may not be typing in it, but you know, sometimes when you have a bad experience at a restaurant or anywhere, you don't necessarily leave the bad review. You just never come back. Good so, point. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not yeah. you know the big big. Uh, well, issue. plus we got to remember this is the internet, man. Like you know, you think you know, like somebody's typing something, and they most of the ones that talk crazy don't even have a face or an avatar or whatever. Like it, this is the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it's the internet and. And YouTube is entertainment, right, guys? It's entertainment. So we yeah. have certain people making videos. Some of them might be doing it knowing that they're not really feeling what they're saying, but they're just trying to entertain you. Like right. they're maybe playing an act, you know? So, and I think that's okay. That's part of what's what's great about YouTube is anybody can have a channel and you can pretty much put anything that you want out there within reason. So, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think Cliff Dog, he's feeling better. I know he was uh, a little bit nice. under the weather. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, he said, What is Kerber for? Well, good. Thank you. We'll, we'll explain it again. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to, I don't, I don't know where you reside, Cliff Dog, but if you are in the downtown LA area on March 3rd, Friday, we have an all day outdoor event where you're going to be meeting some of the top executives from restaurant industry, food delivery industry, just technology in general trying to find a way to make this business of bringing things to people or bringing people to places more efficient and works for everybody. So you're going to have executives from Uber, Walmart, I think, what else? What other companies, Pedro, if you could? Uber, Walmart, uh, Beans, Stuvo, yeah. Aura will be there, uh, Solo. Um, I'm going to bring it up on my phone right now as well. Yeah. There's there's a lot of really uh, Pico deliveries, Um there's a lot of awesome uh, people. Yeah, so a lot of speakers and, and it's going to be, you know, outdoor event. We all vibing. And from one to two o'clock, you're going to have lunch, hanging out, free food, free drinks. And you'll yep. be hanging out with, you know, me, Pedro. Uh, I think obviously Raisha Harry, you know, Raisha guy is going to be Campbell, there. Sergio, yeah. yeah, Harry Campbell, Rideshare Sergio professor. from the Raisha guy and the Raisha professor. Yep. I wonder if he's going to come up with that Thanos hand. Um, that would be pretty awesome, actually. Yo, that that was yeah. the greatest video I've seen. Like, that was crazy. He's probably not gonna. <laughs> he ain't gonna do that. He might. I don't know what to expect from this guy. I'm super excited to meet him because him and I. Yeah. Like, some of back all the forth, people but, I want to meet. You know, yeah. I I was like, yo, I want I want to meet Ryan's chair professor because like, he's like all he is. He stands. He stands there. There's a screen in the back, and he, he just big does ass thing. screen behind him, and he just he just he just works, and, and he's just so passionate about. What he believes in, I respect. And, and maybe and it'd be nice having that conversation because I know he's more of attack, attack. Yes, he's put very the pressure on. Yes, very, you know, and yeah. and you're more like well, we've got to adapt. We got to kind of yep move. Gonna, I think bit. him and I are gonna have a cool little combo. I, I hope because I I definitely respect him because he's definitely a businessman and he's been doing this a lot longer than I have and he's super passionate and I can respect that. So yeah, can, definitely. Entertaining. Really dude. And, and, and I will say that he keeps his, his principles are, he does, yeah. there's no wavering. He's like, listen, no. they, they're out to take advantage and we ain't going to deal with that. So definitely going to, um, can't yeah. wait to kind of uh, talk to him about and there's, that. There's so, also going to be some uh, uh, restaurant owners and operators there to talk about 
what it's like on the merchants end, what they're thinking about delivering these goods and services and, you know, in a, in a quicker way, uh, in a different way. So I think this event's going to be very, you know, it's very corporate in that regard, right? Yeah. But I think what's cool about what Hannibal and I are doing with the driver meetup. So if you're in the LA area, you know, spend a, it's a five dollar ticket. Check out the link that Hamill's got. Yeah, here. hit the you link. It's five dollars. My link, like, check it out. But you're gonna get food and you're gonna get beverages and some free swag. So like, it's five bucks. But if you were gonna eat lunch that day anyway, you're actually saving money, right? So yep. look at it like that. I think that's realistic. Yeah, you can hang out. You can hang out with you know, uh, so you know, hanging out with fellow gig workers, hanging out yep. with some of the content creators. Talk to Sergio. He's like a encyclopedia of ride share. Oh, yeah. Like he, he's a ride share. I mean, he, you know, if you're in the downtown LA area, you may be working. Um, you may be doing ride sharing. Talk to that guy. Yeah, he's like a scientist. He he'll tell you exactly what you should be doing because that's yeah. you know that's that's his neck of the work. Don't and ask if him if us what to do area, in LA. If you're in that area, like Hannibal's saying, like if you're working the apps that day, you just stop and have lunch with us, and then you go back for an hour. Exactly. Yeah. So hey, so you know, it's a it's a win win. Before we go, and if you guys have questions, just put them in the chat. I'm sure uh, Pedro, Pedro got nothing else going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I got, you know, I got, you know, nothing. Uh, I got nothing. You know, girlfriend and a baby, uh, baby and yeah. another baby and another baby coming. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, bro, listen, I, I'm going to, we found out what we're having today. Uh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Hannibal off camera, but I'm just going to tease y'all. So for y'all, for, for those of you that don't know, maybe you're new to me and you just here for Hannibal. Like I, you know, Madison and I are expecting our second child. Congratulations again. Thank you, man. I did not expect that this year. It was not on my plan, but you adapt, right? And we're super excited. September or late, late August, early September, she found out, you know, nowadays you can do the genetic testing, right? To find out if there's going to be some issues and you get some information and it can also nice. tell you the sex of the baby. And she's only like 14 weeks. So we know what that is. I'm going to tell Hannibal after off camera, but I'm just going to tease y'all. I'm going to announce that this week. Uh, well, hold of- on, let me look at your face real quick. I think I know. I think I know. I know what it is. <laughs> I'll tell Hannibal off camera and then I'll, I'm going to, I know a lot. I share a lot with y'all and it's, you know, I'll share that. No, fair enough. But I, I, this week. But he made, I he see your face. I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. Um, but uh, that's great, man. So <laughs> click, click, talk. Um, <laughs> you haven't talked about this in a while so i'm actually looking for some information about this okay and i've seen some comments here and there about it maybe you've talked about this and i I wasn't around but your gig conference of 2020 what's going on what's the detail what's the 411 is what the kids used to say listen so (laughs) it's been (laughs) to start this i'm definitely behind on the planning it's definitely happening um but i haven't announced anything yet because I don't have enough details, but I feel it's going to be in the summer. I wanted it to be more late spring. I think it's definitely going to be summer just because of the timing aspect of it, but definitely going to put together another in-person one, um, not outside, but probably indoor in a facility or something like that. Yeah. Um, more info coming, but we're looking at Nashville. Don't hold me on that, but uh, Nashville is a city that a lot of people said they'd like to do it. I've made a couple connections in Nashville already. So, that's coming. Just know that I'll still work really hard with some people and to make sure that that happens. But uh, it's a gig conference. So basically, we put one on last year in St. Louis. 
believe yeah. it was July 31st. Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, and it was fantastic. We had about a hundred people show up. I had had a great time. I I I drove there, drove from New York to St. Louis. That was fourteen hours of driving. Actually, wasn't that bad of a drive. Crazy. Well, I just I wanted my car. I I just love my car. So I drove, but I had a fantastic time talking and hanging out and just meeting people. Like you know, met Pedro face to face. I met Steve and Holly and uh, dashing. Grandpa, the, dri- the drivens and dash the drivens, Bud Soda, Bud Soda, um, Bud Soda is like seven feet tall. I'm yeah. like, damn, you're tall, bro. I <laughs> saw Gary, like I saw yeah. all his faith. Oh, yeah. had the greatest yeah. time with it, faith. It um, so Para, David, and Jimmy, fantastic yeah. people. So, <laughs> and it was beautiful weather, no rain. I know there were some issues before, you know, some well, we had a, we had a, basically had a flood like three or four days before in my city. So a lot of people are like, oh, going to flood? And the park was, was, was crazy. The park was right next to River de Pere, which is known for flooding. But that flood time, it didn't happen to flood. So we got super I didn't, lucky. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see anything. Um, uh, it was, it was but it was, it was a great time. And it's a way to connect. And I think this year will be a little bit different. The first one was very, you know, just loose and organic, but fun. And I wanted it to be that way. This one obviously is going to be fun, but it's going to be a little like, Maybe, you know, I envision it being more information, a, a, a place where you can gather to get information. So we talk about Curbivore, right? It won't be that uh, corporate, but it's going to be like a place where maybe some other companies are there and they, you know, they're sharing information. You can ask questions, some free swag. Everybody likes free stuff, you know, obviously free food. Like that's still my idea, um, but I just haven't worked it all yet because it's been a crazy couple of months already this year. So, yeah. Um, but um, it'll yeah, yeah, it'll get put together. Yeah, and also shout out to Bud Soda. I think he worked your market. He said he loved it. He was like, look, yeah, look, Pedro's Webster Grove is working. It's pretty. It's like you working. Yeah, Bud right Soda here? for the chat. Bud Soda got super drunk. Uh, shout out to him. He had a good time, and he got. He it was adorable. Out. He passed it was out. Adorable. Out the yeah, and then like <laughs> I think pa- I think like Steve <laughs> and Holly wanted to like yeah, prank yeah, him yeah. or something. I'm like, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> but it was uh, it was really fun. So hopefully, if it's anything like that, and like I say, even a little bit more structured. It's going to yeah. be it's going to have a great time. So I'm, I'm glad that you because I was I was wondering. It's been a minute since I uh, asked you about it. I was like, hey, what, yeah. what's going on with? The- well, I've been thinking about it and I've been like, you know, for me, I'm, a, I'm I'm somebody that can get a lot done in a short amount of time. So I know I'm going to put it together. It's just like when I did it last year, I was definitely a little more ahead than I am at this point. But it's going to happen. I owe, <laughs> I owe it to the people. So. <laughs> he was too fisting <laughs> buzz so the stacked his alcohol yeah when you do a triple stack sometimes you can get yourself in trouble but he's he was fine he was just hiccuping yeah. a little bit and he, mm-hmm. he sang he did the karaoke thing killed it uh yeah but so is mad he's mad yeah. cool um what's up dds delivery this was the guy who beat you he won he won yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he beat everybody. He worked all seven days. I only worked five. But shout out to DDIS. Where does he, he live? Where does uh, he? Oh, I don't know. He, she, but he's only two hours from San Diego, so he's out oh. on the West Coast. He's saying you might make it up to the. Uh, you should come, Diz. You should make it to that Curbivore man. Yeah, grab you a ticket, bro. You should come out and have lunch with us, man. Yeah, hang out, and you could yeah. you could show you you know your his, your earnings to Pedro's face because you beat him, <laughs> you beat him bad. Yeah, I happily <laughs> happily bend the knee. He won. I mean, you could have you could have worked extra day. You could have oh, worked extra days. I mean, it was a seven day contest. He, he knows I could have gotten him, but he got me. I mean, I can't. But yeah, or <laughs> he. He like he was speeding, but then he saw you left, and then he let go of the gas load. Oh, I think he yeah, I don't think he worked a lot that last day. So yeah, he probably could have. I think he did twenty five hundred that week. 
Yeah. And in seven days or six and a half days. But yeah, he was grinding, man. Yeah. He, he saw he saw you go home. He's like, all right, I'm good, guys. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, all right, all right, yeah. thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I started the week off really good. You got to remember when we did that contest Monday morning at eight o'clock, I was already at like 160 bucks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, I was already like, like, what is- like, oh, my God, what's that? I think he is in a different time zone. He's two hours behind me, right? So I think he saw that. I was like, oh, damn, he's he's really serious. I didn't he's think like, I'd have up. to worry. <laughs> Everyone's like, I didn't think I'd have to worry about Pedro. I was worried about Red and Mr. Flex. So I kind of came out of nowhere, and I think that he was kept grinding, and we kind of pushed each other. It was fun, man. Yeah. It, was, it was a good week. But yeah, confirmed. He said Pedro left, and they killed my fire. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we was kind of motivating each other because there was times where I would be in the lead, and he'd take the lead, and you know he'd work overnight. I'd be like, damn, you just made four hundred dollars. Like, so it was it was a cool little back and forth. That we did. Yeah, anyway, and that's that's really a lot about, of yeah. that. That's exactly what you need. You need a group of people who are going to push you. That's yeah. why I love the little community. I mean, little. It's a pretty big community, even of gig workers and con- you know, content creators like you and Kim and Steve and Nugs, where you see people pumping out stuff, especially yeah. you. You don't stop. It gets you like oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta, I got you know, and not necessarily a, like a competition because I, th- I think that's a problem a lot of people have with YouTube. They think it's like basketball. Mm-hmm. They think it's against each other. When they, when you realize, if you let's say for instance you love wrestling, you're going to subscribe to other wrestling channels. Basketball, yeah. you're not going to say I don't like this basketball channel. This is the only yeah. basketball channel I'm gonna listen to, uh, watch. Yeah. No, you're gonna if it's a little similar, or even if it's a different opinion. Yeah. You will subscribe and support both of them. Yeah. And if they collab, that'll be even better. So like some people don't have that a little confused with in terms of competition, in terms of YouTube. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, yeah, there's a fight necessarily for views and subs, but it's not the same. It's more of a creative sense. You collab like rappers like that. Yeah, there's some issues, some beefs. Sure. But a lot of it is collabing with each other. Oh, yeah. get this game on a track together. We cool. Like, I mean, there's yeah. there's a similar style or something that's connecting. So yeah. that that's that's the best thing when you have people who are grinding well, they're, out there. They're, they're, they're pushing you to be the better, the best version of yourself. I've seen a yeah. lot of videos that were like, I watch it. I'm like, damn, that's good. You know, or yeah. man, they got it before I did. Like, he, you know, and I'm like impressed by that. And it makes me want to make a better video the next day. And I think that's good. That's a good good way to be competitive it's not like oh i gotta one up that person or i gotta call them out no it's just like damn hannibal just made that dope ass video the editing is great i can never do that i've told you that i can never i don't have it in my wheelhouse you know <laughs> i don't even know how to start i get but then it makes me want to be like you know what okay i can't do that but what can i do well i can do this really well so i'm just gonna really try to do that right yeah and it's just it's just good little like like we're all kind of like making similar content but in different ways and it can like i look at something that inspires me it's like okay ooh. or if i see something that's trash in my opinion i'm like that's really bad i'm good i, I can take the day off you know like i i you know i don't need to do something like that's great because like that was really bad so it works both ways yeah. but like at the end of the day we're all still talking to the same people like you just said yeah and that's where like you don't have necessarily be so competitive it's like well don't listen like you can just say hey listen like are you going back to the whole content DoorDash content program? Yeah. And yeah, I, I I would not argue with anyone and say, hey, listen, anyone that's in that program as a content creator, I don't think I'm gonna watch them because I think they're not gonna tell me the truth. Yeah. No problem. Like I, I wouldn't say you're wrong. I I still think you should 
because you want to know what they're talking about like what, what's going on over there like you know what what is Bentley talking about you know like well I think what's what's funny is and I want to I want to reference this I want to bring this up sure because when Bentley brought his when Bentley did his video response to Megan right yeah okay I saw that and my first reaction was the same reaction that Megan just talked about so Bentley's video in the corner it says paid promotion and on yeah. YouTube, if you're if you're paid by somebody, you have to say it as part of the terms of service and part of the guidelines. So first thing I saw when I watched this video, I said, damn, DoorDash paid him to make this to respond to do damage control. So if for those of you that might remember, you can look back. I did a community post like that second. When I saw it. I said, I got so much to say and I didn't say anything else. But that that's what I was talking about because I saw the Bentley video. I was like. This dude's getting paid to say this. You know, he's this isn't coming from him. Now I didn't make a video about it because I'm just past that, right? I'm referencing it now because we're talking about, you know, we've talked about it this this tonight a little bit. But you know, clearly he got paid to make a video about to do damage control on DoorDash's behalf. Otherwise, he wouldn't have put that in the video. So I think we have to like just be careful where. You know, we're getting information and things, and I don't blame him for making the video, make your money. But it's like that's the first thing I noticed when I saw the video is that he yeah. had to put that up there. And the only company he was talking about was DoorDash. He didn't he didn't say check out this app. He didn't say download this link. So yeah. clearly DoorDash reached out to him and said, I need you to make a video about Megan. And he did it. So I will say this. It's a little shilly. Like, you know, I'm like, that's that that to me is a little yeah. a yeah. little bit, but I don't blame him because he has a contract with him. Right. So, yeah, I think a lot of people miss that part. The whole Megan caught it. But I think a lot of people yeah, Megan, Megan caught it from her. Cause I remember she she yeah. had a, con, a comment on my video kind of talking about it. She's like, this said sponsored by door. Like, yeah, because when you content creator, you look yeah. you see more than, you know, most people just watch the video. But you, you, you notice some things and you're like. All right, he talked. You know that video was like what twenty minutes or you know eighteen minutes. He didn't say any new thing that he's selling or promoting. Yeah. What happened? And then you're like, okay, then you start putting some stuff together because again, transparency is what we want. We want transparency with these apps, Mm -hmm. and that's the extension of it. Content creating and and content creators and what are they saying? How they're being transparent. So you see that, and then he's saying, "Well, you know, Meg is not honest with everything, and mm-hmm. you could have negotiated." I Who's do telling think him that? I think there's a, but I, I will say this. I, I think there's more to both sides. Oh, I think that's a good point. That's a good point. I think obviously. there's more to both sides. I think I don't think DoorDash was, in my opinion, trying to manipulate Megan's channel and take it over. I don't think that. I just don't. So I think she saw it one way. Bentley sees it one way. I think, you know what I'm saying? I, I think it's just they they look at it differently. And I think there's yeah. more uh, to, there's more that's not being talked about, I think, a little bit. But I could it, it could be a little bit of middle. I, I I mean, when she said biological information, I was like, that's weird. But maybe that's just contract talk that, you know, yeah. that's a little bit above my pay grade. And um, Bentley was basically saying that they don't, you know, DoorDash not going to control your channel. Only the videos that has this hashtag on it. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, right? Let's just be honest. Like if I spot, like I have a company, I sponsor you, Pedro. And yes, the videos that you do with this hashtag is the videos that I'm paying you. But if you make a, a video that's not the hashtag, your not common video going 
180 of everything that the video is about, I'm gonna be a little bit upset, <laughs> be a little bit yeah. confused. Like, hey, hey, well, homeboy, I, yeah, hey, what's what's up with the hate? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I would love Megan to talk about it. Um, I guess I invited her on the show when she made that first initial video, the exposure deal, and she yeah. said she might be up for it. Um, but she didn't, you know. But I'm gonna reach out to her one more time and say, hey, I love you. Know, if you want to come on and tell more of your story. Feel free. Yeah. I don't know if or maybe might. if it's not a live stream, maybe it's just a record. You know, like not yeah, everyone is interested in doing live streams. She might not like the live. Yeah, yeah. Live streams could be a little. I mean, with you and Benley, that was that next was, level. It was a riot yeah, in the crazy. comic section. Crazy. I thought um, it was. I thought we. I think. I think it was. I thought it was really good, though. I will say, I think we needed something like that. I think people assume things about Bentley, and now we all know. And I think he. I was grateful that he was transparent a little bit. I thought about. You know, he, yeah. he has I would been say paid it took, and, some, it took you know, some balls to go in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was going, he knew he was going into a crowd that didn't agree with him. Yeah. He still went through it and he seemed to be chill. And it, yeah. and there obviously there'd be dis disagreements. Um, but at the same time, you guys were able to explain it. You the guys were able to kind of talk it out. Um, Southern Good says, uh, Bentley trashing Megan via DD was a trash move. See, if, if it was. <laughs> The funny thing is, if they were a little bit more strategic, why even have that that thing up there? Yeah, just, I, right. Just I, don't put that up there. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, right? Just you yeah. Know. I think it's, I I think, I I don't know. I, I go back and forth with thinking that DoorDash is watching us, and clearly they're watching some content creators. They they're definitely watching media you. team. They're watching you know, you. I, I worked at a casino. Right? We had a social media person that would do the social media posts on the social media outlets, and she'd take pictures and do videos and all that kind of stuff and put posts up about menus and about events and anything that kind of has to do with a concert. Right. Yeah. But like she can't see it all. And she's also not speaking on behalf of the entire casino. You know what I'm saying? This casino I work for is valued at more than, than, than DoorDash is right. So as a company as a whole, so I, I think they see some things, but do I think DoorDash really cares about Megan and Pedro and Bentley as much as we think, I don't think they do. But that I could be completely wrong. It's just my opinion. I think we have to realize we are in this bubble of YouTube. Our channels are big for us, but actually pretty small in the grand scheme of things. As far as total views that we get, none of us are really going viral, guys. We're not, you know, we're not having videos getting millions and millions and millions of views on a consistent basis. Nobody is, right? right. So I think, you know. I always don't know how to feel about when I say, Pedro, they're watching you. And some people say, Pedro, they fed you good orders this last week because you're talking positive about them. Hey, I'm not. That's, that what, that's what I said. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> there's there's no way that that's this is no way. Come on. like that's, The reason why that's I brought crazy. that up. And it was, I was just fuck with you. But <laughs> I know that. But Uber, I didn't even think about you saying it. Other people. Yeah. Say like it, you know? Uber has a long history of and you know, Steve is probably sleeping right now. Um, but they would do weird stuff where they have a you know certain you know, they were they were going and doing business in places that they were not allowed to do business in mm -hmm. because it just had the app it just turned on and then when they got in trouble they was able to just with one hit a kill switch turn off the service like you know because all it's all software right and also oh, another um um example is Twitter right before Elon brought the the company they were doing a lot of shadow banning. Mm -hmm. limiting reach to certain content creators based on their political affiliations. And then when, you know, Elon brought the company, he kind of pushed a lot of those files, those emails, basically explaining, Hey, if you were a conservative, they limit your reach. It, they even had labels. Do not yeah. amplify. Yeah. So 
I don't know. Like a lot of these technology companies I mean, can be I, shady. I could see it, but let me let me let me let me let me go back at you here, right? Okay. Yeah. So they deactivated Megan, Dash and Trader, and Van, right? Yeah. And if I'm, I'm going to say it right now, y'all can be mad. All of them deserve to be deactivated based on the information that I saw. Okay. Trader will tell you that Van has no problem with it, and I think Megan had a back and forth with somebody, and she vetted. I think that was that was it. That was the back. Yeah, it was yeah, that was it. So yeah. People are like, oh, they got deactivated because DoorDash doesn't want that. No. I should have been deactivated. DoorDash dad, DoorDash sucks. Dino. Um, I, I can name probably 10 other content creators that have talked trash about DoorDash or whatever, had an unpopular opinion about them, right? We see DoorDash content creators that do do live streams and do crazy things in their car and they're not deactivated. Like we see it. So I, if DoorDash was really watching us, I think a lot more people would have been deactivated for whatever reason. So I just don't, I don't get it. That's just, you know, that's me. I might change my tune tomorrow if DoorDash sends me an email saying, Pedro, we've deactivated your account because you made a video in 2021 saying that we have a scam program. Hey, if it's against TOS, technically, they can deactivate me for that. Yeah. It is what it is. And if that happens, then clearly they're watching. But I don't think they are as much. As yeah, I, I think it's still important to they don't want to make a they don't want to deactivate someone based on speech, like what they said mm. in terms of their opinion yeah. of the program. Yeah. Can they go about it if you are videotaping people's faces? Putting links in. I've never. Putting links. In. I know the referral thing um, yeah. where they, they, they kind of went back and forth with that. Yeah. Yeah. Th those things may be an issue. Um, but, you know, Dash and Trader is going to be all right. Obviously, yeah. Megan Reisman has multiple monetized accounts on multiple platforms. She, she don't need DoorDash, clearly. Van's and Van is doing his thing. Fine. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you don't like you I said. You don't want mad. anyone's following this. If you yeah. need DoorDash to to make some money, you know. If like I said, don't work, and you have you've been around. You're in an area where there's a lot of bad customers just giving you a hard time, not tipping well. It's not you're not going to be able to educate these people. You don't have time. You got you got bills to pay. You don't have time to to do all that. You know. I mean, I you know the idea of tipping is either you're going to tip or you're not going to tip. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean that's to... and that's done. Like it, it you know, we're not going to ever change a consumer's mind. I, I, I will say this. I think that's one thing that Bentley had some really good points on. That we could talk, to, you know, to customers till they're blue in the face. You think shaming somebody is going to make them want to tip the next time? No, it's not. I, I think that's something that he made a good point with that. It's about the yeah. only thing I think. But he he had that. I think I, I can I can see that point because if I'm like you know shaming a customer and like calling them names and all this stuff like i get it i do it because i believe that that's how i feel in my heart i think they are misinformed ignorant clowns i think some of them are but like we're never those customers will never tip yeah right so we're we're talking to deaf ears you know yeah i i talked to this about steve a while back i said shame is good sometimes he kind of gave me a look i was like let me explain hold on <laughs> that if someone cares about you and they are checking you on a behavior that you're doing wrong. Mm. It could be a little, you could put some shame on there. And, and if they, if, and that person is receiving it, know that you care about them, that you, you really doing it in a place of love. I think it works. But the problem is a random stranger trying to shame me does nothing. Actually, it just, it's yes. more of a conflict, right? Yes. Yes. Even if I, you know, maybe that cut someone off. They give me, they give me a look. They want to start lecturing me. My initial reaction is to be defensive, but if I cut off someone, my friend, and he pulls up, like, "Yo, what are you doing?" 
I'm like, oh, my bad, son. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my bad, it's buddy. a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. So it's a little bit of that. And I've talked to friends who didn't tip and explained it mm-hmm. and let them decide what they want to do. Yeah. Um, but it has to be a friend. It's going to yeah. be a little difficult to do that um, with a random stranger, unless you really hit them with a really emotional, impassioned yeah. argument yeah. that we hits them no at time. the right time. We ain't got no time for all that. And, and I, I got, got, I got family for members that. That, that don't tip. You know, I got, I got like, I, I, I trust me, like it is like, but when you're trying to make money, it's hard to not think about it. Cause you're like, damn, I just drove and you, you didn't leave me a dollar. And then, you know, but we're not going to shaming them. Isn't going to do anything. It'll make you feel better for a minute. It can be entertaining. Right. Yeah. But you're not going to, that person's not going to be like, oh damn, that guy made me feel bad. I got to give the next driver five bucks. Nah, not going to happen. Not most no, of the time. No, it, it's, 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 it's a cultural thing. It's resources i think it's mostly cultural than anything else i think so too um of whether you decide to do it have you been around your family did you see your father tip did you see your mom tip you if if you've never seen any of this yep if you've never worked in the food industry or your daughter if your daughter was never a server or your son wasn't a waiter like then you're not you're not going to understand it you're not going to get it and you know hopefully someone will explain it to you somehow you're going to be in a situation where that there's a shift mind shift change you know like yours, you know, before you said accepting everything that matters, now it matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of having an open mind. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I told Pedro, I said, hey, listen, you're going to come through. We're going to talk for an hour and bounce. It's almost <laughs> listen, two hours. Bro, when you say an hour, you already yeah, know, I know. I already like, know what that means. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. But it's been a good time, man. It's yeah. Awesome. I think we, I think it was awesome. I mean, you know, talking to you, like, we talk a lot. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna other. be talking to all week the rest of the yeah week. we're gonna be hanging out I mean the <laughs> some of the stories gonna probably come uh, back yeah. with it's gonna be amazing yeah. obviously um but you guys Curbivore we're gonna say it again check March third check it out five dollars hang out with some content creators other gig workers see what's going on in the industry that you work in especially if you're full time if you're in the yeah. area see what they're talking about let's see you know is this autonomous thing going to happen soon mm-hmm. or they got nothing. You would see what explaining, you know, so some of these executives, some of these, uh, you know, some of these technology companies, yeah, they're tr- yeah, they they're trying to probably replace us with robots. Let's see how oh, far they are. Yeah. Let's see where they are. Is the machine still running into walls? Yeah. Although what Steve calls them trash cans, walking, you know, yeah. wandering around into traffic without any sense of purpose. Yeah. We gotta see that. See what's going well, on in the restaurants. And and one of the well. things I've always been like, I think we're way, I think we're many years away from that. I've always said that, right? But I agree. What's cool too. about this event is. That's why there's restaurants, um, um, like local people that city planners, there's a city planner that's a speaker, there's autonomous vehicles and e-bikes and things that are trying to make the space of the curb, right, more accessible to have things delivered quicker. So I want to figure out and be in a room where these guys are talking about that, because the my whole thing is the infrastructure of this. Cause you got these robots and they can't deliver everything everywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like these guys are going to tell us what that might look like in a city like LA and maybe San Francisco and New York, a college campus. Right. And eventually it'll kind of be everywhere eventually, but is that five years, 20 years, 50 years, you know, I think we're going to be able to maybe get a sneak behind a, a peek behind a curtain as to what these guys are thinking about what that will look like in LA and then how that can go to other cities. So exactly. So that that's where that's well, at least my goal. My goal obviously to meet other content creators, other gig workers. I think that's it. Obviously 
hanging out with some some of these executives, ask the questions like, hey, you know, what what is going on here? Yeah. Hopefully they they're a little bit, you know, they're you know, forthcoming with some information about what what works when it's not working. And like, you know, Paige said, kind of bringing that information back to you guys who yeah. are not able to make it. But, you know, if you are in that area, one to two o'clock, free food, drinks, food, yeah. you know, horn to Sergio. And I, I trust his his taste in food. I trust it. He said it, he food said was it. delicious. Well, we year. like to eat. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to embarrass myself. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to try not to embarrass myself. Uh, hopefully, I will talk to you guys. I'm not have a food. Just don't all my wear your Crocs. Okay? Yo, Croc, Croc life. You, where's Goose at? Talk I don't know still in here. Don't show up in Crocs, bro. Listen, Listen I'm not. I'm, I'm going to leave the Crocs at home. I already talked to the wife. She said, don't bother. I was like, all right. <laughs> they don't, they're not up on this. They don't, they're not ready. She said, you know, she's not ready. She oh, she's trying to she didn't say that. She didn't say that. She's she, she be trying to clown. She's not supportive of mine at all. She thinks I'm a clown. I mean, you but, could, you know, you could wear them Thursday night. You know, we go out for what we're doing Thursday. Maybe. You yeah. So you look better by comparison. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Like, who's this guy with pay? Yeah, who's this cry? Oh, he's not from here. He's he's not from here. He's from New York. Like that's how they were. Like yeah, man, he's been through some stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. I know we were hitting two hours here. Pedro, appreciate you coming through, talking hey, about DoorDash. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. I'm gonna tell you. There's there's one or two people that I will always come through for if they ask me, and Hannibal is one of them. Appreciate and, it. Uh, I mean, that goes without saying. So thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. And you know, Goose. Coming through again with the Croc Nation, oh, we we know, we're gonna come through. We're gonna take over. <laughs> um, thank you, Nova Dash, for two dollars. So Hannibal can save up for some real shoes. Nova, you're a hater, and you know where's Carson Wentz? Uh, Who knows? They, they he's him. He's yeah, gone. I don't think he care. Like he could be missing yeah. right. <laughs> Shout out to Nova Dash. Check out his channel as well. He's always yeah. making good videos. Yeah. He's out there grinding out there. Uh, appreciate you always, Nova Dasher. But on that note, guys. If you guys want to hear us talk about a bunch of stuff that's not gig related tomorrow at 10 o'clock. It's Eastern. similar to this. We just talk like this, guys. Don't yeah, it's a bunch of nonsense, but yeah. some entertaining nonsense. Yes. Check out the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. Just type it in. Um, I'll probably have the link down there below as well. Hit subscribe. We're trying to hit 500 subscribers. We have a great time over there talking yes, about all types of things, you know, stuff dealing with mental health. More, it gets more un unfiltered over there and like, just like, but, but real over there. Yeah. We, we talk all, you can see by what, if you follow the podcast, you would know why or how Pedro was able to have, you know, another kid. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying. He ain't lying. He, he, he tells us about he how lying. he handles his relationship. <laughs> and he, it does not, when he said it, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Going to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You guys will get to learn a lot more about both. Yeah, exactly. A little bit more. And you get I mean, to learn that Hannibal likes girls with big booties. Yeah, we, I like that. Um, so, the Crocs conversation came out of Crocs, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was attacked by this, you know, the subscribers <laughs> and the people watching and Pedro. So it's all fun. But yeah, we'll be back uh, on that channel at 10 tomorrow, Eastern. So we'll see you. But thank you again, Pedro, for coming through, man. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a fantastic night. Peace.